0: What's up, guys? We're back with another episode of A Music in Time. I sit down with Tammy Gomez, one of the founding members of entertainment company Nighthouse, as we break down the 2010 stellar body of work, Street Scriptures, which features the likes of M.I., Whiskid, Mod9, and of course, the then princess of Nigerian pop music, Mo Cheddar. Listen up, guys. Tammy Gomez, we have you in the building.
1: How are Bro. you doing? I'm great, man. It's it's been a wild year, but man, what can we do? 2020, 2020, the year of the corona, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, I'm uh, I'm super excited to have you here, um, largely because um, you are, you know, um, very much represented, you know, in the story of hip hop, in the history of hip hop in Nigeria, in Africa. Um, you are one of the cornerstones, the chief cornerstones when it comes to hip-hop in this country. Um, a lot of people listening might not know who Timmy Gomez is, a.k.a. Othello. Um, but, you know, we are going to discuss you and, you know, um, one of the most important hip-hop albums, which was released 10 years ago, um, Othello Presents Night House, Street, street, scriptures, street scriptures, Volume 1. Um, so, there's a lot to go into, but Definitely. I want to start off with... Tammy Gomez, before okay. Othello, before Night House, yeah. your story, your
1: backstory. Okay. Um, I think, um, I, I, I think, um, I would start with my team because that, that, that essentially was what became the group, the business, the movement, everything. It, it started off with Rokwa, Lanre and I. Yeah. So I remember like, um, I met Rockbar like on the first day of high school, like that way back. Which school? ISL. We were supposed to fight. And we were fighting over a seat, and we like agreed that okay, at the end of at the end of the day, we'll yeah. fight at the back of the school. On your so, first day. Yeah, man. So <laughs> thank God we made we shall made up before the end, cause man, I, I'm sure I was going I was to get my to get ass broke. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, we met, and it was funny because um, Rockbar's music influences and mine were very different so um i was i was more you know because coming from home my dad used to listen to them all them jim reeves and uh, Nat king cole and all all those like records yeah you get and i listened because i was like a tech child Mm. so i I was just listening because i wanted to make the turntable work not not the music but I listened to the music and then Rogba was about the whole Backstreet Boys, you know, the whole mm, pop. Okay. So when we became friends, we started exchanging music. And you so, know, and so everything. he would give you, you know, He give Backstreet me Bar- like, uh, yeah, sync, and yeah. the rest of them and then I will give him like hip hop, like Tupac and the rest of them you get. And then, after a while, we, we, he had to leave school. Long story. He had to leave, go to another high school.
0: And this was what, 2000 and...
1: Nah ninety ni- six, ninety-five, night You get yeah, that yeah, that yeah. Er, that time. So he went to another high school. So by the time we we sort of reconnected at the, at um, when we left high school, because we did a gap year mm-hmm. thanks to Jam. So yeah. you know, we all we all we all yeah. So our musical influences had sort of thank thanks to um. To, to them Linkin Park and the rest of them mm. they started doing fusion music we were able to rock, hip hop yeah punk. we were listening to more or less the same type of music we were mm. listening to Linkin Park where rap was like fused with rock yeah. music and then there was the punk rock and the rest of them yeah. and then Lanry you know was part of the team and Lanry was like a, a metal rock head yeah. you get yeah. so we were more we, our friendship was based on you know, discovering music, smoking weed, drinking beer at beer parlour with 60, 70 year old men, and then you know that kind of that kind of vibe. Yeah. So we went from there, and um, and it was just three three of you guys. It was the three of us at the beginning. So
0: to put in context, we are talking about Temu Gomez, aka Othello, yeah, Landry Oladimeji, aka okay. Saber, Saber and Rogba Arimoro, aka CEO. Yeah.
1: It was Mad Ash at the time. It was so, Mad Ash? Yeah, yeah, there was there was no company yet. So, I I I remember that um, when when we eventually you know did the whole university thing and yes. we got into Unilag, all three of you. Yeah, we got Larry was in UI. Okay, when, when I got into Unilag, and then um, I remember that was when we were actively trying to play with music, like mm. write music and the rest of them and you get. Uh, so I remember one day my my god sister was in lag. She said, uh do you know LD? Mm. The Tribesman? And I was like, Yeah, I know Tribesmen now. who doesn't know Tribesmen. Mm-hmm. Do you know he's in lag? And I'm like, nah. Like what's she not said, since you're doing you guys are doing this music, you know, this music thing, I will take you to LD's place. You know, so one weird night, we went to Zulua, Yeah. And I entered LD's room, BQ room thing, and my life changed because up ah. until then, I didn't even, I didn't even think it was possible to actually record music. The idea of music in my head was like those huge studios and mm-hmm. those, big, you know, big men and, yeah. you, you know, you had to go read like a PhD music, that that kind of thing. Yeah. And... LD didn't... He wasn't LD. He was just like, yo, what's up? Nice. Oh, you want to do this now? Nah, no problem. Yeah, I see this. This is FL. This, it da, wasn't da, da. LD
0: the star. It was more of LD the nerd.
1: Yeah, LD the... The guy, like, he was just, you know, he he, he explained, you know, the, the you know that Skype mic? Yeah. Yeah, they hang it on the wall, you know, and then I think KB was recording something at the time and then he was, you know, trying to explain to me how to layer the verses, like the backups and everything. And he had that conversation. He didn't need to have that conversation, but he did. Mm. He just, you know, put me, oh, you want to do this? Ah, no, no problem. And I left that place and I remember I walked from Ozolua to, I, I don't know, I walked for like 45 minutes Mind just blowing. thinking, like, oh oh, this thing is possible Mm. and around that time um we were stabbing school a lot and um what were you studying electrical engineering Robert. electrical engineering Larry was geography but you know he would spend two weeks in UI one month in Lagos you know so um for those that went to Unilag or know Unilag, there's a car park right in front of the Senate and the Engineering Department, mm-hmm. and there's like a there's this um, there's this area right bef- beside the car park where people like you sit down like park benches that yeah. kind of thing. And was that the Bamboo
0: Spot? No, that was
1: not Bamboo Spot. So we would sit down there. We all just con- converge and we sit down and we talk about music and exchange like like um, playlists. Mm-hmm tapes and CDs, stuff like that and tapes. talk about, you know, how Linkin Park did this and blah, blah, Magazines. Blah. And then that was the round table. Hmm. That, was, that was that was the round table for us. So I think someone just, I think someone just looked looked at us one day and was like, ah, you guys, you, you had the nights, the round table, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. And then yeah. while we were doing that, right behind engineering, the science department, there was this woman that had this... Sh- this um, shop that was built with bamboo. Yeah. We we didn't know, but while we were doing that, there was another, there was, there was something else growing right, right there. 15 minutes walk away where MCs used to battle each other. And, you know, T-Rex was king Hmm. then. Hmm. And, you know, there was just that whole movement going on there and we had no idea. Um way down to like education, there yeah. were a bunch of boys in a BQ, you know, listening to Riza and Wu Tang and that was straight border mm. uh, with Tech and Ray and the rest of them. So but we thought we were the only ones doing it. We mm. we thought like like the whole world was, listen, was listening to the music Nigerians were playing on radio. Yeah. And so, we thought, like... You were, again, the, you, you were the curators. Yes, so we, th- we thought, like, oh, Linkin Park, we were the we so yeah. like this and that. And yeah. then, you know, Tupac and Biggie and, yeah. you know, the rest of them and Dog Pound and, you know, the locks. Ah, and the, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, you know. So, from there, we... After the whole experience with LD, I, I had a conversation with Rockbar, who was already, like, you know, deep into writing music, playing instruments, and the rest of them, and... It was like yo, let's let's record something. Mm. So we started looking for engineers. Well, at this
0: time, were you rapping or were you just fans and lovers of the music? Fans and lovers
1: of the music. Mm. But the only thing I could, I could even attempt then was rap because I I I understood I was a rap head. Yeah, you get. So we we started looking for some for a studio yeah. engineer that kind of thing, and then we met EXO. Mm. Exo Magigi. Yeah. Exo then was like one of the hottest sound engineers in Lagos, hands down. Like then to get Exo, because yeah, he was working with like so many guys and he was working in so many studios. So you get, Exo will say, come and meet me at this studio and we'll record at that studio. And then by next weekend, he's, yeah, he's on, you know, that kind of thing. And, so And
0: to put in context, Exo that we're talking about is a veteran hip hop
1: Artist and producer, yes, and one
0: of the members of the hip hop veteran hip hop group North Noise. North,
1: yeah. So North Noise. So at the time in Bagada, there were there was another like rap movement going on at the time, and those guys. I think we went to record there one day, and the guy just looked at us and was like, "I'm going to sign you guys." Then Robo was rapping, I was rapping. Yeah, you get. So he was like, I'm going to sign you guys. You know, we're so excited. We're home. We're like, yo, man, this is the break. You know, we're going- Finally. Finally. And then he, he, the guy said, we're going to be called ills of the Society or something. I'm not making this up. ills of the Society. And then uh, we couldn't take that home, obviously. (laughs) So there was like a, uh, there was a fallout kind of on there. And then, you know, we're pretty young. Mm. and these were guys that were like smoking and you know that whole lifestyle yeah. they were living that hip-hop lifestyle yeah. then so it was scary eventually we met some other guy that said he wanted to sign but he didn't want to sign me because he was like this chronic kid with a big head mm-hmm. uh, you get so we went through that whole you know, trying to then one day I was just like do you know something can I can I curse yeah, yeah go in fuck this shit yeah Let us do this thing by our own. You know, let's just, let's just do it. So, Night House. That is the name. That is the name. That's the rap group name. Yeah, that is the, that is the name of the collective. It Mm. wasn't a label. Mm. It was was a collective. And from, from that conversation that Rogba had with me, that whole, we're going to be called Night House. We're going to call it this. We're going to, you know, sign. Mm. We just started amassing creatives. We, 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 we got with, um, we had people like Miss EA, mm. who we met and were just like, you know, welcome to the crew. Um, Hakim Brilla, mm. that's that, uh, Jiggy Man of Brilla. Yeah. Welcome to the crew. Um, Joyce, um, Cool FM. Yeah. Joyce, welcome to the crew. Like, Joyce was part of the crew. Yo, Joyce was part of the crew the crow was part of the crew yeah. so many people wow. there, there was a time there was a session we we did at some point we were 14 wow 14 People, each each person has like eight bars, yeah. and uh, you know, each song. Everybody's just you know piecing from, it together. And from the
0: technical side, how were you guys able to set up like you know the studio? You know, get the mics, get everything.
1: No, nah, it wasn't our studio. It was following EXO wherever he is. EXO, yeah, this is the session. I you know, EXO is like 15, a father 15, figure. Fifteen K, you take everybody in. Yeah, he, he was pretty young. It was kind of like you know, we're almost mm-hmm. we age mates at the time, but he was just like, man, these guys. I, I think he loved what we were doing. So it was like, oh don't worry, don't worry, I I'll I will talk. I, I mean like we, we had a session one time and the owner of the studio before we started the session was just like nah we should buy him food before we, <laughs> stories like that. And then the whole that whole process became frustrating mm. at some point. And then Mo obviously, Mo joined us when she was like 13 or 14. So
0: so Nighthouse then became like a consortium of MCs, singers,
1: creatives. Yes, creatives. Just, you know, anybody that would feel like, yo, you 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 can do this. Come on, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it on a song.
0: Why do you think it was easy to like recruit or just, you know,
1: add people to the team? Because we were we were creatives. Then it was very difficult getting someone brave enough to mm. even express their creativity mm. i mean this 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 is not the streets we're not you know we're not street people mm-hmm. that were doing it to make ends meet mm. or doing it we're like all in school and everything i mean like the girl is a dentist yeah for crying out the loud dentist. he went to yeah. school yeah. you know everybody so even coming going home to say oh mommy i did a song or a rap set they will they will, it wasn't what your payoff know, But just to finding people that will say, Don't worry, let's go to, to the studio. Brave together. Let's brave it together. Let's do let's don't worry, we'll do it. So then the, the plan or the idea we had at the time was to drop a compilation album of so all this, the albums. So this artists. this continued to grow.
0: Straight butter and straight butter to put in context is also a veteran rap, six months. Yeah. They can only be described as the Wu Tang version. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah of, of
1: I mean, I I met Straight Border True Wavy, who was also part of the crew, and yeah. the day I met them, it was it was straight like the connection was just hundred. We went A- to see African them
0: version of Wu Tang.
1: We went to see them, and they were like, "Yo, go me!" And now my problem, the problem I had then was, I I grew up I I grew up on that gully hip hop, hmm. you know. So and that was I i I was trying to do the whole like you need to listen to my verse three times to get all the you know yeah. all the Metaphors. Triples, all the you, you get like I was so technical with the way I wrote rap that it was it was difficult for people that were not on that wavelength mm-hmm. to actually
0: understand understand
1: and get it. I mean them well, we're doing it because it's Gumi Gumi's Gumi's rap. give Gumi's space to rap you you understand. So when I met them straight border, yeah. I was like, I was home. I was like, yo, everybody was beating bars and doing all of that. So I was like, all right, cool. Mm. Yeah. So we, um, with them tech and re- yeah. those guys were instrumental, just like LD was, those guys were instrumental in, in keeping that whole uh, music thing alive for me. Because at some point, I was already looking at it like, nah, this thing is too difficult for mm-hmm. it to work, you know, but just just with them. I remember the tech would be like, come, come, come and do a verse. So mm. come on, come on, rap. And I'll be like, really? Nah, go me. Ah, Gumi, ah, Gumi, I have to rap. You get and You know, yeah. he probably doesn't remember now. But then he would just invite me, like, left this space for you, you know, drop wow. those. And then it was so, it was cool because I took that energy back to the group because then we now started having financial issues mm. of you get like how are we going to fund mixing and mastering mm. and da 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 and all of that. These
0: things were not. Also, again, to put in context. It's not 2020. It's not even nah, 2015. No, nah. you know the softwares, the sound card, the you what? know the, the 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 computers, the computers the were not readily available. At it's all. not something you can do
1: now and record online. Nah. You know, it was a big complex. You have yes. to have a studio, a studio, studio. Yeah. and the people. If you can, then the people that had studios were making. Re- ridiculous amounts of money mm-hmm. because studios were scarce. There were no home setups. There, yeah. were, there was nothing. No cheap mics. No cheap anything. Yeah. So, it, it started becoming like difficult. So, and then at the time, some people gave up. Mm. Some people would, just had it, looked it at it like natural selection. You know, like yo guys, man. I, 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 I just really I, need I, to face. I, I need to face school. Yeah. You know, or I need to. You know, so we started streamlining, kind of.
0: And people started picking their battles or... You know, yeah, well,
1: yeah. I remember then, the, the the focal point of the group at, at, at that point was to just finish that compilation album. It was supposed to be the Night House Compilation Volume 1. Okay. That was what it was supposed to be called.
0: I want to touch on Unilag and how instrumental Unilag is in breeding hip-hop, right? Yo. Um, I had a conversation with AQ the other day, and he also, you know, attended Uni- University of Lagos. He also talked about, you know, you guys talked about straight, Butter, talked about bamboo. You know, yeah. from your version, you know how do you, how instrumental do you think Unilag was to you know be, be breeding and building the infrastructure for hip hop in
1: Lagos? I, I mean, like um, outside out for for all the young people that were trying to like do hip hop at the time, or even consuming hip hop music at the time, there were very few places you could go and meet other people that, you know, were like you, yeah. you know. Unilag then was one of the very few places that you can sit down and talk about the Wu-Tang Clan or Lords of the Underground or, you know, all this. And people will know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and they will, you know, there was no discrimination. It wasn't about money. It wasn't about, you know, status. It wasn't anything. I mean, like... To, um, children from rich homes, with like four kids, and you know everybody was just there because it was a university, like you know. And then, you know, the University universities of Lagos set up then was kind of weird because it had the it had that name, so influential people would send their children to Unilag, mm. but it was affordable for. You know people that were not so well to do. Yeah. So the, it was a it was a it was mel- a melting pot melting pot of, of, of you know, upper class, yeah, middle class, and lower and a, and a bit of lower class. Yes. Yeah. So there was it wasn't even about that. Yeah. So I mean even a, about class. It was not about class. It wasn't about. It was just about your interests. Okay, you're interested in in babes. All right. Join a club, follow them. You're interested in music. Now, if you're interested in hip hop, bamboo box. Look, these guys were battling, they were not battling like Nigerian rap artists.
0: I got a taste of it. I used to travel, and of course, Unilag now became like the mecca of hip hop. Yeah, um, I remember Unilag's finest one, the one Dark Poet one. Yeah, you know? so I used to go, I would leave Iloran, travel to Lagos, spend yeah. you know some nights in my friend's place just to come to Unilag and just be amazed by, by the talent. You then, know, and the level of talent.
1: Yeah. And then, then it wasn't even about whether you know how to rap. That wasn't what it was. Mm. It was about, oh, um, this guy, um, this guy's album, this track. Look at look at the word play. Mm. I mean, we're, we're 20, 25 people. We're mm. sitting down and we're, we're analyzing how Big Pun, you know, tr- did that triple and thunder. Yeah. And you, you get like... It was just that everybody's talking about it and everybody's, you know, you Mm. know, so it was, it was, it was, it was the place to be free, to just express yourself. It wasn't like, and you know, music then also had that whole stigma thing. Mm -hmm. So you listen to rap music. Okay. What are you feeling like? Uh, Do do, do you understand? So you had to, your rap music must stop at Puff Daddy. If, if it's you know, going
0: beyond that band, then, then, yeah, this, then this, this, you know, yeah, <laughs> then you have a problem. Yeah. So
1: I look, I met a lot of artists, Bamboo Box. Then when I started going to Bamboo Box, when I discovered Bamboo Box, like man, what's going on here? Like there were a lot of artists. Hmm. I rem- freestyle was like one of the, the the kings. Then I heard it was very weird. Yeah, Fre- freestyle was was a weird kid, you know. But this was Unilag where the, the first album. I ever bought was um, was um, the tribesmen album, and it was from LD's boots. Hmm. Like he parked, and he was selling the CDs. And then we would go to like them Source magazine and the rest of them, and we would read about how Biggie and the rest of them were selling
2: CDs. Out of, you get. So Same we style. could
1: leave that culture in in a controlled environment. Tribesmen, tribal marks. Yeah, we could leave that. So it was it was mad exciting that period, it was, it was so exciting. And funny enough, it's, it's still happening now in lag, mm. you know, there's still that generation of hip hop artists that are, you know, still keeping the culture yeah. and the, you know, alive. But, you know, after that time, um, Rob, went to the UK, we printed like 10 copies of the Nighthouse Experiment Volume 1. We we're so excited. We had completed it, you know, frustrated XO so with the yeah. mix. You know, because we were not just doing rap music. It was rock music. It was everything. Rock heavy guitars.
0: It is so sad. Um, I did a lot of research and I couldn't find that project on the internet.
1: No, no. It wasn't internet key. It wasn't on the internet. Where where was the internet at the time? At the time it was, you know, go to CDs. Shomolu, print the CDs. Yeah. You, you, you print the CD Park. Yeah, I even, is the home of prints Yes. As well, yeah. I even remember that because we wanted the quality of our packaging to be so much different. Mm-hmm. We waited until you know the summer that Robert had to travel. Yeah. So we printed those CDs in the UK. Wow. We brought it back. We could, only have, we could only afford ten copies. Ten. Yeah, so we went to a radio station. I'm not really sure. I think it was, I don't know whether it was Rhythm or cool, one of the two of them. And we got connection from someone that knew someone that So we were so excited that day, like, yo, Omar, we're going on radio. Our song is going to bang. Everybody's going to realize that. This is
0: when radio was like, radio was the channel. Radio was the only thing. For music consumption. If you got on radio, then you're... And (laughs) if you got, and you know how radio was, was, if you got on radio and they played your song
1: once at two o'clock,
0: almost everybody it's like everybody heard it because everybody yes. will call you and say, and say, "I heard your song on radio." You know, you know, you know,
1: and then then on radio it was like rugged man and you know all these guys. So mm-hmm. and they were like kings, they were gods. You know, so just getting our song on radio. Then so we 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 entered. We said, well, "I want to see this OAP." She was like, "I right, cool. That was the receptionist, and then we dropped the CD. And he gave very cute notes saying yeah. thank you and blah, 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 blah. And then we walked outside. Um, I think Larry forgot the car key at the lobby and we walked back in. And lo and behold, our CD was in the bin. Wow. Now, the the, the time difference between dropping the CD and going out and coming back in was like, I don't know. It, it wasn't enough time for her to stand <laughs> and go and drop it. She frisbee that thing but, into the bin. I'm God telling you. like, So that moment was another big moment. It was it was
0: a moment of realization for you to understand that okay, there's industry. Apart from making really good music, yes. There's a
1: whole industry I need to deal Us with. Sags, please mark that thing that you said. We did not learn that lesson and it was one of the biggest mistakes mm. we later made. Mm. We just thought it was beef or you know, yeah. you, you you get like yeah. Mm, yeah, that. And then so but we're demoralized. So we kind of like, you know, faced other things. Mm. You know, faced drugs. I mm. just, you know, living the life I babes. still rapping, I'm still doing your stuff. Still story. rapping, you know. But then, you know, I had I I, I had I would roll with them straight border, I would, you know, do this. We're creating music, you know, rock bar was tending more towards you know trying to learn how to set up like proper business mm-hmm. like you, a label get, and all that you know yeah. and everything so um I think one day we had a we we had a conversation with with my godmother and then she was like mm, you guys want to do this thing mm-hmm. and so how are you going to do it but you know Robby being the sharp guy didn't go on that we want to be like two-faced he Sort of said, you know, we're going to open a music studio, yeah. We're going to have sessions, mm. they're going to come and pay, mm. we're going to do this, like, mm. you know. So, she it sounded like a business to yeah. her, it didn't sound like
0: where there would be we'll you do know, music, it was an investment.
1: She was like, so I was like oh, okay, so I have this property 51 Simpson Streets, I'm going to give you guys one year free rent, and then from there, you're going to start paying rent. We're like, all right, cool, let's do it. And then, you know, we, we we spoke to um, we, we spoke to someone. His name right so we, we spoke to Mr. Daz, mm. who we had gone to record Mr. a song.
0: Mr. Daz, also legendary producer, yeah. pop hits, hip-hop records. Yeah.
1: yeah, who we went to record a song with at his studio. And they were like, we want to set up something. And he was like, yo, I'm going to build you guys an iconic studio. you know. So he did the whole wood paneling. thing. He did thing. become
0: iconic. Yeah, yeah. From all the videos and pictures and everything, yeah. wood
1: paneling, you know, the whole voice, the whole the way it was, yeah. you know, soundproof and everything. And yeah. it was like, I'm going to, you guys are going to have this studio, and it's going to be different from any other studio for
0: a for time. a long time. Yeah. And
1: you know, we thought he was pitching at the time. It was just, alright, cool, cool, cool. And then we did that. So Nighthouse Studio, yeah, was before Nighthouse the label. Mm. Night F- House. 51, Sims 51, Street, 50 yeah. Kutemeta studio 51 became
0: one of the most iconic yeah. studios in Lagos. So, when you want to talk about hip hop. Yeah,
1: so Studio 51 was kind of like just a studio. Come and record. But you know, young boys, I don't think we ever collected session money from, you know, anybody at the time. So I Just
0: wanted to make fire tracks.
1: 51, it, it was sort of like if you come and record and your song is whack, Mm. We will probably ask you to pay. But <laughs> we love music so much that if you come and record and you you then your stuff is good, mm. we would want to collaborate, we want to do stuff. So we started packing creatives. All over again,
0: and so Studio
1: Fifty One then became it became a hub, the hub, the hotspot,
0: hub the hotspot for all the MCs and everybody. All the come.
1: MCs, so we, we just started meeting people. So someone will say, "Yo, have you heard about these guys? These guys doing like rock, rap, hip hop type mm. music, then and everything." And then they will come. And Miss EA was supposed to be our first artist. Yeah, but just like I she said, went by the name Aisha at the time. Yeah, yeah, but just like I said, you know, when you hit a rough patch. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to, you know, you know. Look, at, I, I, I can't blame them. Yeah, I'm going to look and say, man, you know. So I, I think she left for a while. For a while, I think she, she, she was rolling with them um, M for a while. M. You know, when you mean M, you mean M. M I, I Baga. Yeah, doing some work with them. So we just looked around like man, and then we had recorded like three, four songs for her, and then then we're like, you know what? Everyone should chill. Let's pick one artist run with this one artist but before we go there I want to talk about
0: the other characters that made up night house the you know the
1: the, the collective, yeah yeah I, you will, know, I will get loose there. loose canon Yeah, crew. I'll get there like for example um okay when 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 we decided that you know what the most loyal person we have mm. was Mocheda. Mm. Because all through that time, she was just like, "Yo, let's do it, let's do it, don't worry, let's do it." She was and all young. All this time, she was learning, right? Yeah, she was learning. She was, you know, and then you know, she we were really close. So, I and then I'm a hip hop head, so I was just, you know, giving her that, you Put, know, this how to putting on gear. Yeah, yeah, just you know, trying to like make sure her delivery was was a hundred. You know, trying to make sure that you you get like she had that confidence, that hip hop confidence. Yeah. You know, at the time and and all of that. Then we... While we were, we were trying to, like, you know, figure out how we're going to move musically, mm-hmm. we started doing corporate work. And that was what kind of, like, saved the whole mm. P at the time. So we started... We, we, we got to our bag, you know. We started making dough. Yeah. And we had no responsibilities other than keep the studio alive. Yeah. So we were more or less funding... Just the studio. Yeah. Our personal lives were like we all had parents, so
0: everybody's fine.
1: So you know, from then we met them um, Tosin Buckner Yeah, know, rest in peace. So Simbokno came through because, you know, she had like some guys doing like punk rock, you know, type music, which she, she was into. Yeah,
0: she had a, a character, a music character yeah, called contradiction. contradiction.
1: You know, we worked, we worked on a couple of songs, it was surprisingly good, mm. she was excited, she used yeah. to come through every she released, day. She released an EP. Yeah, yeah. she released an EP. I did the artwork then. With really? Nana. Yeah, because then I would do artwork. I would mix, I would master, I would arrange. I would how did gin- you learn how to mix and master? Just because uh, our sound engineer ghosted. Who was that? That was my man Casmo. (laughs) Casmo is. What happened, Casmo? Casmo, I I think, man, the work was just too much. Casmo, because we had corporate work. And on top of the corporate work, people were coming to do free session and free distance. So, nigga was just like, yo. You guys should calm down, you know? So he, not like he ghosted, like he never came back, but man, he would come on Monday and then he would c- come on Friday. Like, you, you cannot kill me. So, you know, when that pressure, we just sat down like, do you know what? But we we were using like FL. We're, we're making beats, mm-hmm. you get. Like Larry and I were making beats. Rockbar was, you know, creating music. We were doing that. That never stopped. But yeah. we're not like sound engineering you get, but man, we picked it up, we opened Soundforge or Acid or yeah. something and we just started using it and then progressed to like Cubase, mm. you know, and then we just started, but because we were audiophiles, yeah, because we knew what good music was supposed to sound like, mm. it was easy for us to walk our way to the answer, Yeah, you know, oh, it sounds this and then we'll do this and play with all the plugins yeah. and this, this is me not going anywhere. This, this is me living in the studio so 24 7 apart from when I'm asleep or you know whatever I am tweaking I'm trying to figure out how a plugin works or not and then Larry was doing that at the same time so we would exchange ideas and you know and I would say this if you work on rock music Mm. what is hip-hop or pop or you know Rock music is noise, it's different, so you, you have know, to control it. You have to control it, just finding the space for the vocal to sit alone. Was, huh. You know, so we, we figured it out. It
0: was a good sandbox to use to learn how to, you know. Yeah. So,
1: from Tosi to Osage, I think Osage was working with Tosin at the time.
0: And this is Osage, so this is Osage Okunpolo, formerly Osage Osarenhoi, yeah. who went on to manage Wizkid and the like. Yes, like
1: yes, metal Osage, yeah, you know. Sage came through, she loved what we were doing, you know, she became part of the family. Um Luce came through hmm. one time to maybe record, like do a session, and we just never let him go. Like, you know, with the whole bachelor boys, yeah, you know, and so, then so they,
0: Luce Cannon was Bachelor Boys, right? So yeah. Luz on,
1: 20 bucks. 20 bucks and bugsy. And bugsy, you know. They, and then they came with their own crew mm. and then we're still roll, rocking with Straight border, mm. you know, then we met them, Chuka, the Caliphates, the Caliphates. you know, then, Xavier, Xavier the Samurai, Samurai and, you and know, Inamos. yeah, then from then, I think from that moment, we started working again mm. on the Nighthouse experiment, like the Night House compilation album, yeah. that particular one, yeah, we started working on it again.
0: Okay. So, so, the, year, so the year is 2008, right? Yes, and, 2008. And I switch on my TV. No, I'm, it's not even my TV. So, I'm I'm somewhere... I think it's 2008. I'm somewhere in Choir State, right? At my at my friend's place, T-Sals. You know, he's rapping. I'm trying to do the rap thing as well. We switch on the TV and we watch a video, right? And this video... Changes the course of my thinking and my journey in hip-hop, right? Yeah. It's the finest Nighthouse featuring Source Kid, Tito Simos, and Mo Cheddar. Oh. And I watch it and I listen to the song, and it's nothing, nothing. Yeah. I haven't heard anything like this before come out of Nigeria. Can we quickly play that? Yeah, yeah.
3: So much swag, too so wack, so he's behind this City of Giddy is you can find and I'm the this and I am addicted to industry vaginas.
4: Won't Better use that before you get i the city of Giddy if you can dig it. So yeah. Something bigger than P-Giddy in my city. Two 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 from with a 247 cop in the poppin' tags. Head of my time, something like my watch this bad. Off the top like a chick that lost the gag. Round, rolls and Jack and the cross is mad. And one ride, what do for on office,
5: man. Yeah. don't keep it in the home, we on the humble we off the I'm
1: Okay, so we're trying to work on music for more. Mm. So, um, one member, very instrumental member of the Ninth House School, at that time his name is Rogue Wave. He traveled to the UK, he yeah. moved to the UK. I so, I think I had
0: a chat with him in 2011
1: yeah, on he, Facebook. He moved to the UK, yeah, and funny enough, he was um, um, close to Ray. Mm. who Real is stripper. a member of Straight Boy. So more or less like, you know, we just had a faction in the UK at the time. Yeah. So he was, you know, writing music for Mo because he was like, he was the one that was closest to understanding, you know, the street sound of mm. music. mm so he would write, he would produce, you know, what our own version of commercial music, which was not commercial at all yeah. by then, but we thought, yeah, yeah that's the best we can off. do. Yeah. So he would write the music, he would voice the music on a beat and send me the data and everything and then we'll get more to voice it and, you know, see if it bangs, you know, so we started working on material, but um obviously we, we couldn't, we just couldn't, you need to, like, um, let me explain, like, the night, night house was a place for rejects. Hmm. It was a place for people that knew that they were doing amazing stuff, yeah. but without the acceptance of you know, radio or something.
0: Couldn't get signed. Their music Couldn't, wasn't that popular. Yeah. It was
1: almost alternative. It was alternative. Yeah. So everybody that came then, all the people that gravitated towards us were people that were insanely creative, but... Misunderstood. Misunderstood, more or less. So that was where we were. We were not not trying to make... We were not trying to get... We had freed that whole getting on radio and stuff. The only Mm. thing we were trying to work on was, okay, yeah, Mo needed to make music Mm -hmm. for the mainstream, you get. So... Whenever we make music, it will sound almost mainstream, but it will still have that, our, you know, Yankee, edge, yeah. edge yeah. to it. So, most of those songs just didn't work. They didn't work. Yeah. So, now, we, we went back to, okay, let's work on the nighthouse Experiment mm-hmm. type vibe. So, so, we're just making, we're just recording songs. I remember EXO came to the studio and we're like, yo, you know, he, he was really, you know, hyped up about see my kids, <laughs> you know. Yeah. these boys are doing great now. So And then he played us a bunch of beats. I picked the most hip-hop sounding ones. And Ob- I was just like, you me. get. And then he left and then the beats was just there. Hmm. So um, we now started reaching out to people. But we were reaching out to our own people. Mm-hmm. Tito Simos, yeah. who were like, you know. Tito Simos then was one of the biggest... There was a movement coming out of Adini Jones then mm. of MCs and Tito was like the gang. right in the middle of it. Tito
0: had won the Sprite um, um, freestyle competition, rap battle competition in Nigeria and went on to represent Nigeria and South Africa. And that's yeah. it, that was his claim to fame.
1: Yeah, so when, when I started talking to Tito, it was off, you know, hip-hop and, you know, all of that. So He came through and he was like, Yo, you guys are working on uh, the, the, Tito. yeah, come and jump on this hip hop. We played a couple of hip hop tracks and then he had one berry and was like, he had the beats and was like, hmm. And Tito likes all those kind of things. And so we started doing like a back and forth, you know, freestyle thing. So my mind, it was supposed to be Tito and I. Hmm. So
0: the original version of the final. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was supposed, I was already like writing. Writing verses and all of that. And then I now listen to I think was it Money Long? What's the name of
0: that? Money Long the mixtape, Sauce
1: Kid. Sauce Kid Six. Yeah. No. Was it yeah. yeah? I listened to Money Long. Yeah. And I was like, yo, who is this guy? Because he sounded like a Western rapper, mm-hmm. but he, he would give us that lamba.
0: Yeah. The Niger slangs and yes. all that. Yes.
1: And then I found out that he was also a Jones Boy. I didn't Jones Mm. Boy. So Tito knew him. Tito was like, oh, uh, Sauce Kid, don't worry. I will reach out to Sauce Kid and see if he can jump on the record with me. You know, and then he he made that connect. And then I hit Sauce Kid up. And I sent, Sauce was like, send me beats. Mm. So I sent him two beats. And he said, yeah, that one. I don't really like that one, which was the finest. But he heard Airplane Mode. Yeah. And it was like, yo, this one. Yeah. Which was the second beat that EXO dropped. Yeah. It was like, yo, this one, this is one I want, this is one I want to do. He was in the US at the time. So when he came to Nigeria to record, he came to the studio to record airplane mode. So while he was there, he recorded airplane mode, you know, we loved it. It was no no chorus, nothing. He just ran through it, you know, and then I did the backups and it was like hyped. And then when he was going, he was just, well, like, do this thing now. I was like, I go, you know, let me play it. so just to I just opened the project, and just to try and like quickly put a structure to the song, mm-hmm. I remembered an old song that Wavy had sent to me, yeah, that had um, more had voiced, you know, so what I did was I took like four bars, yeah, of that song, yeah, I sped it up. And I put it on the beats. I try and make it make it sit. Yeah. So and that part was the sample that was one berry, one berry, two berry. Just to put a chorus, some sort, some sort of structure, you know. So I could yeah. be told that yeah, come, come, come. We are do like like voice on top of it, make yeah. it sound like that. And then she did it. And heard headed, and he was like, "Yo, what wait until I do to this thing, mad, mad man." You get, and then he recorded, and Tito did the whole back and forth, and then Larry was our rock, the most alternative guy. And I yeah. started with the "I Want Mary, I Want You get, and then that was, was like, same, "Hey, yeah," and you know, and that was how we we made music. Then it wasn't a we um, couldn't even track split sheets. Hmm. There was no speech then because everybody if, was like everybody, you had 10, 15
0: people. Everybody.
1: Just say do this. Da, 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 da. Everybody was just in it. So he recorded, you know, Tito recorded. We did all of that, and then we just closed the project. And we just like. And then I walked on Airplay Wood sent, sent it to Sinzu, you know, should he liked we, it. Should we listen to Eppling Yeah, yeah.
6: Niggas break bread, I'm the icing on the cake If yeah, you try and take my bread, I'll put a slicing in your face And leave you with a scar like Mike Tyson on the face, my delivery's so righteous, I'm like TD Jax Cause I I'll be speaking the truth, while they concealing the truth But they can see from the proof, there's no vacancies in my proof nah. Cause I go to work, go berserk If you're scared, go to church, Tell them fake rapping go to church. Good head on my shoulders, neck jerk, shoulders hurt. I be doing my shoulder leaning, showing my shoulders hurt. I'm here with the business, man. I don't need to know the clerk. The source, the bullshit. I don't need to know the clerk. Instead of getting caught up with them grams in my hands, I figured I'm doing better with the pan in my hand. How you gonna abandon a man when this band is in demand? With a couple hundred thousand fans in the stands, I'm the African ambassador. My fans in the stands, so we be working together like hand in hand. If you're grilling sauce, you know I got beef, and I'm a barbecue. Put a part in your head with the blade, just like the barbecue. I'm on point. I was appointed by the streets. You're missing the point, and that's why you disappoint the streets. But I never disappoint the beat. As soon as you point to the beat, I turn that beat into a joint. You make it a joint for the streets. (laughs) I'm in airplane mode. (laughs) Listen. I'm in airplane mode, I'm in airplane mode, I'm so high I'm in the nosebleed, I'm so high it's like my nose is bleeding, I'm so high it's like my shoulder's freezing, I can't feel my face, my face filled with goosebumps and I don't know the reason, rolling down Normandy, looking for some trouble cause them Crips are try to murder me, just cause my hat is burgundy. But it match my shoes So I stash the tool In case they start to act a fool I grab the tool And blast the tool Bang you in the afternoon Exposed where your lunch at I'm high off for of gunpowder And that's why my lungs black I'm higher than the Trump towers You bang with my trunk louder I'm hotter than the sunflower tells by the moonlight If you know right Then do right For I throw this beef at you This like
1: was sauce so kid Almost run- not writing Hmm He he freestyled that thing one take wow the the errors he made are on the track wow he freestyled like he he did that and I was like, why is this guy not the greatest <laughs> Nigerian artist at mm. the time you know and at the time he hadn't he hadn't got his um his um storm connect yeah at the time yeah you would same. notice that all the stories, like this this entire story that I'm telling, yeah. did not have any industry player or any, you know, mover Nothing. or anything. These are just artists coming together, like recording music. 100% and, organic. You know, so, you know, Tito will come and we'll work on a song and then we'll start working on material for him. Terry, the rap man would come. And we we'll vibe on a song, and then um, um, th- that mixtape came out. The Joe spasm, Joe spasm mixtape came out.
0: Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to pick on that. You know, the way you Night House then became the go-to place to actually, you know, create music. Yeah. So whether it was Tito simos you know, mm-hmm. putting out his first mixtape that was distributed with Sound City Magazine. Yeah. Or it was Terry the Rap Man, legendary Terry the Rap Man. Yeah. You know, coming to Night House in two thousand and nine. To to, re- to record the Joe Mixtape, mistake. Um hosted by um, DJ Jimmy DJ, Jimmy Jack. Why how did you guys in you sh- know shortest short time yeah. become the go to guys to 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 deliver you know premium hip hop content?
1: The very first thing, no pretense. Fifty one Simpson Street is at Meta. Mm. So No front. No nobody's trying to like they, you, when you enter that environment, you you sort of throw away your airs, your you know I'm a bad guy, I'm I'm a big artist. First, they don't know you. You're not what's you, and you're not you understand. So
0: it's,
1: they don't know. It you. Of,
0: it's the core. Yeah,
1: so you're stripped of anything. You're you're like you're recording at home. You, you get yeah, and then the people there. We were not pretentious. We were not. Nobody was trying to dress nice, or you know, they were they were babes. Like we had mad babes, but even them were creatives. Mm. Everybody just would judge you based on what comes out of your mouth or your mind, you know. So, a lot of creatives were mad comfortable there ready to experiment, ready to, you know, you would, you would sit with me and you would record a verse and I'll tell you why you're stopping at 16 bars. I can tell that you want to. And they're like, no, nah, no, go, go. I will cut it, you, you understand. And then it was, because it was a hub, you can record and say, um, I want to get, who do you think would look nice on this? And then we'll call Rob Robyn and say, hmm, I think we should get this person mm. and then somebody will make a phone call Tosim knows somebody or somebody Sagi will send an email to this and we'll get that person and then just just because the person a lot of people were looking at us like I want to fuck with these guys just just to look cool mm. you know it, it wasn't like they didn't a lot of people didn't rate us. But well, you were the in-demand we were the cool kids. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, let me just roll with these guys So people will at least think I'm still. That's why like you you'd see like a, a Jay-Z jump on a on a on an underground. What are these guys called? i For, forgotten their names, like this this hip-hop, this hip-hop crew that is out now with this guy with the weird mouth.
0: Uh, um, you know, Benny the
1: Butcher. Benny the what, Butcher, like what, 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 okay, so Westside West Side like, Gone. Uh, yeah. Now if you see like a Jay-Z you sign know, those or guys. Drake, not yeah. even sound like collaborate with them. Mm. You know, they know that it's not like they are, yeah, those guys are going to give them streams, but they they just want to, you know, just. So that it's was what good. it was yeah. then. Like, okay, I'm going to fuck with this guy just to, you know, just to simple because they are beginning to enter the conversation. Mm. You know, mm. we were entering the creative industry at a time when it was dead, at a time when it became formula, at a time when you, you know because of successes of like Two Face and the rest of them everybody thought it was a formula to get it you have to do freedom mm. you get under mm. some one big one person before you break and out there. and all that when you, when you now do your freedom then you get and match shout out to like them Kenny Ogumbe and the rest of them yeah. that you know sort of like just opened the door for people to kind of like like islands started opening up mm. it wasn't the the the, the big labels mm-hmm. then it was just you know people just started doing stuff like it was yeah so springing up yeah so it was it was it was a these guys would come to night house because they know that it wasn't just them recording and an engineer taking down what whatever it is they were Mm -hmm. doing and then Mm -hmm. them going home it was a i'm going to stretch my creativity to the ultimate max if i go and run with these guys because...
0: I'll give you context here. Yeah. You're so right. I was working with... an. um I, I also own the studio. I co owned the studio with my guys. And, you know, we had different creators also come around and, you know, one of them said he had gone to do a song at um Point Beats. You know, yeah. and Joe Kenny produced the record and I'm like, okay, so what was the experience like? It was like, no, he just produced the record. He took my money. He did the beat and gave it to somebody else to voice him. Yeah. And I heard the song and it was nice but there was no soul in it. You know, yeah. and you could tell the there was no collaboration with the beat maker and the singer. Yeah, yeah. So that
1: was what was really going on at that point. at the time. And
0: for you guys, it was a bit different, you know. Yeah.
1: So like going back to that, because I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to like explain to you how the finest came. Mm-hmm. So we started, you know, talking to people, and then we we started listening to like music, mm-hmm. Nigerian music, and we're now picking people that we felt like were our kind of vibe. Mm. Then we started going out. We started going to Tarua. Mm. You know, which was like a hub for creatives yeah. then, yeah. And then from Tarawa to like, to like Sundays at the Bay, Suiba, and then you know Sundays at the Bay, you know, with them Tosin and the yeah. rest of them, and that, that this was with creatives. Like some people were working banks and they were poets, mm. you know, and they would come and the only place they would be able to express themselves was at like Sundays at the Bay or you Tarawa. know Tarawa or the rest of them. And then we would meet them and they were like, oh yeah, you guys, no no no, come come through the studio, let's let's do stuff. That's how we met them. Them, M.I., mm. you know, I saw M.I. do do safe as spoken word, mm. and I was like, yo, you know, who is this dude? And then we met them, and then you know, the loopy crew we met, and then even like we, we met a lot of people there, you know, that we now started picking, like, okay, oh, I have, we have this beat, let's get this creative on it, it will compliment this other guy, you know, and and then so we started like mapping out like a plan for the kind of music we're doing. Mm. So the very first song that we did that we felt like this song is ready. Let's put the song out. It will theme like what we're doing and mm-hmm. then we need to, we need to put something out to be able to convince all um, these all other the, guys other that are looking at come, us. Come to yeah, us. Yeah, so, you. and then, like I said, we were we were good with the bag. So we're like, okay, who's going to shoot this video? Mm. This song Purple, hmm. Niore, Mo, M- M.I. Yeah. We're like, yo. And we spoke to a couple of directors that were giving us the usual. So we went and, you know, we, we sat with A. Weasel. Yeah. And we're like, we want to shoot a video that is weird, out of this world. And then he too, creative coming up, was like, it's, it's a long stretch, but yo, let's do the Matrix, you know. We're going to shoot Matrix. This is going to do this. And, and then, you know, we're all excited now. Oh, yeah, money. Don't worry about money. We're going to do whatever it takes. We want a video that is as edgy and as, you know, groundbreaking as our music. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we, nobody, you can't shoot Matrix in Nigeria in, in 2000 and, and, and it's, and it's we're crying out loud. So, but we, we attempted it. We spent a lot of money. We attempted it. We saw the first cut. We hated it. He tried to make corrections. We agreed that we're going to shoot additional safer scenes to put inside, you know, and remove most of those matrix-type effects, Mm -hmm. things. And then we went to shoot at JJ Okucha's studio. We're paying dollars by the hour. Wow. So we could not finish what we were doing. But on the set was a dude... Called N6, mm. who was like, "Yo, you guys come to our crib in lucky, and finish the video." Mm. So we went, we met Fourth Republic,
7: mm.
1: and then while we were recording, uh, we we're shooting video. We we're already talking about collaborating and doing stuff, and mm. you know, working on stuff and everything. So they came through to the studio. We walked on, like uh, I think we walked on the tape with a bunch of songs. Mm. With them, and you know that was another connection. The video came out. We hated it. We didn't want to put it out. Um, um, someone um, there was this guy at Nijizi, um, Andre Blaze at yeah. Nijizi, and and someone g- gave him the video to watch, and Andre Blaze ripped that video from wherever it is, and he put it on Nijizi, and we're like. Wow, people were calling us. See, yo, this video is mad, and we hated everyone. We like Jesus Christ, like Mo was looking like a forty-five-year-old lady. You know, it was just M. 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 came through for us. He tried, you know, like man, let me just help these guys. These are my guys, yeah. you know. So we did the whole. I mean, at
0: this time, M. M. was already. He hadn't dropped. the... He hadn't.
1: He hadn't dropped safe at he the hadn't time. But safe. he was already buzzing. He was
0: already buzzing. and yeah. he, he looked like the guy next to Blue. Yeah, you know? because
1: yeah. M. Them MM knew early enough that the creative industry was wasn't what was propping up the entertainment industry in Nigeria. They
0: knew it was the politics and the industry plays,
1: yeah, and the moves. The creatives were just like moves, like we, they were just like you know, like were sheep. Yeah, you get
0: the real plane the real thing that was going down, whether you were talented or not. Yeah, was was the the backdoor conversations. was the backdoor.
1: So yeah. shout out to Audu who was already you know having those conversations for them. You get So they just focused strictly on, you know, being creative. Mm. So that was where we interfaced. So we're like, oh, okay, ICE will come through, we'll work on stuff, you know, and everything. So we had the whole idea for the scriptures. That purple came out. We really didn't like how, how it went. Then we met parents. Mm. And then it was instant. Parents is had always been a mad creative so super
0: creative
1: guy it was a marriage like we went to his place he came to our place yo you know the whole family like merged with the whole family and that's how
0: the night house, night house capital, capital Alliance. you know
1: creatively we were just we're exchanging ideas you know it was it was lovely it was a place that we could go and that was like ours. that you know everybody's just trying to create everybody's just trying to do What's not possible? It wasn't about, oh, I got this thing to work. It's bringing money. So I'm going to milk it for what it's worth. Mm. It was, for Clarence, it was, okay, I've done this. What's the next thing? Like, what's the next? How do I make a seeker video? And then, then he was already shooting videos. But obviously, I, I, the way I looked at it, he was shooting videos for artists that were not trying to think like him. Mm. You know, so eventually when the whole finest thing came up and then we we played um, Clarence the song and it was like ah, we should this now it was a perfect fit or we should this so how much do you have let's see how it works you know you know we paid next to nothing in Clarence terms mm-hmm. you know and we wanted the video to have the same feel as the studio. You mm. get. We wanted the video to be a day in, in, in fifty one, yeah. Where you wake up and Modo walk through the door yeah. and you know Terry's freestyling with Wiz, and Wiz at the time was just you know this young boy that yeah. Osagi was just trying to tell everybody about, and yeah. you know everybody was just oh, he's cute, you know, and you know that kind of thing. So we spoke to him. He got the idea. We just said, and he was just like you know let's just shoot. You get. And I remember the day everybody came like not, not cause they wanted to be in the video, but it was cause like the family is doing something. We all have to show up. We all have, this is the, the end of year party you, you you get. So it was, there was food. Everybody was just chilling. Everybody in that video, there were a lot of people in that video, but the people behind the scenes, mm-hmm. like people behind the camera, like there were people in that video that till today, I would meet them and I'll be like, Ah, oh, man, I love what you're doing. impressive so and guy said, I was as finance shoots now you get like it was like everybody was there, and it was lovely because it it made us feel accepted. Mm. you get just the shoots, not even the reaction of the video or the magic that Clarence you know made off yeah. the video. It was just the movement it, it felt like we had we had succeeded in what we're trying to do, just trying to be you know putting bringing together, like, a, a a house of creative people or a crew of creative people he, that...
0: He, he basically, in one video, curated, you know, um, what you guys had been doing for the past years and put yeah. everything in the video. And put, you know... And I think it worked because, you know, young me looking at the video... And seeing Kel in the video, Young Whiskey in the video, N6 in the video, Venomous in the video, X yes, in the video, everybody—it you know, was the Lagos hip hop scene at the time yeah. with the different crews and everybody yeah. all up in that video.
1: Yeah, I remember like the outside while yeah. he was setting up. Yeah, there will be battles. So you know, Sauce Kid is rapping, and then you know, there's 20 bucks there trying to like you know doing his verses, yeah. and then you know, you, I mean like. Um, Unilag vessels, Adeni Jones vessels. you know, everybody like, it was It was sort of like a, like a, I can, it, it was so, it, I can smell, you know, yeah. th- like the, the smell of the equipment, like we shot in the warehouse, the yeah. smell of the equipment, like I remember the day, like Uche was there, mm. like everybody, Uche, um, Osage's husband, yeah, was there? Shout out to osa Seven. osa Seven did the 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 tattoo on Mo's back. on Mo's back. You get like it was yeah. like the whole entire creative industry coming together to just celebrate like a moment in time, mm. which was what the finest was. And then the video came out and it just captured it. It's a it's like a picture of yeah. everybody just you know. So when the video came out, it was everybody's video because mm. you know if you're not in it you were at the shoot or you know someone that you were was connected we were connected you know and it was it was it was a celebration for us and what was the reaction like when it hit the they, public we 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 didn't know funny enough the strength of the finest wasn't even in the show, it was street it was one of the f- the the first and only times the streets this was pre you know um what what we call the local rappers? Yeah. This was the you are rapping. If you don't rap in street Yoruba like that, we, Green. We don't feel you. We don't want to hear you. But they accepted it. I went I went to buy a drink down the road and guy was like, "One very one I'm, I'm like, "Yo, sorry, where did you hear that song?" Like, ah, you don't know, no. The guy didn't know me from anywhere, and like mm. two houses away from the studio, and so I was like, "Okay, I came." One guy is singing "One Berry" outside. Dude. you get. We even. I think last moment we even wanted to change the name of the song because everybody just kept calling him "One Berry." We're yeah,
0: because like, the name of the song is the finest. Yeah. yeah. So
1: and then, then it was and then everything just blew up. So industry cats hmm. started looking at us like, mm-hmm. "Hmm, man, these guys are not cute anymore. These guys are actually doing stuff." You know, I and then the industry was growing. So the creative industry, th- that whole creative crew at the time that were young were beginning to take off Take off into the main industry themselves. So, you know, we had like Tosin moving into radio and, you know, shout out to Lateru. You get like the people that were playing our music on radio mm. next to those commercial records, yeah. you know. The, the, the people that were braving, you know, as they were entering new territory, they were taking... Be- they became that
0: ambassadors.
1: Yeah, they were taking that thing with them, you know. So we had like people going into clothing and people going into move movies and move- music videos and mm. everybody and everybody was just taking a piece of, you know. So at, at at a point in time I had my contact list was full of people that were like influential mm. in some way. Not like in the big sense of it, but you know they you could, could get, make things happen. You
0: could get stuff done. Yeah.
1: So from from that moment, we we made a big decision because we were like, okay, we have all this all this attention and we have all this all this um, all these connects. What are we going to do with it? Hmm. You understand. And you need to understand that that's fifty percent of our lives. The other fifty percent was working with agencies you know, doing ads. At the time, we are working with Etel and, you know, all these guys. Shout out to Yellow Dog. Mm. You know, we're doing so much work and we're getting paid off it. But at the same time, there was that whole other life. You know, who well, we're not making any money from it because, you know, you can't crack the Alaba system without being connected to the industry. Yeah, You know, TJ isn't going to sit down with you because...
0: He made a whole record.
1: Nah, he's not. You know, he would. He was giving money to P Square mm. and those guys that he knows. That man, I'll buy this album of these guys. I make my money. I make my money times three. You know, whatever. The closest people, the people that were closest to knowing how those these um things moved, was Terry and Mood. You know, yeah. Because they had some. So we we sort of like around that time we we became exposed to a lot of things. Like I, I remember, like we went. We went to the east with um, Terry, Mood Nine. You know, by road. I love that. I love that moment in time. We went to the east. The love was beautiful. Nice they were asking us, "Are you? Are you people? Where are you people from?" Because they thought they thought we were from the south. They thought we were we were like we were like them. They, mm. We thought they thought we were able boys. You, you get like they were just like ah, not true. Say you you get so. It was it was lovely. The acceptance was ridiculous. You know the love from them. MM M still there. We're still doing stuff with you know ice prints at that time. Mo had um, we did if you want me. So started take off. So you know that started taking off. You know we worked really hard on just branding her different from the other female artists. We're trying to not make the mistakes mm. that you know because we are really critical of ourselves and of of music in general. And we had been critical from time. You know, we hated Nigerian music for some reason. So we're trying to navigate how not to make those mistakes with her brand. So it got to a point where we're just like, you know what, let's go in Mm. on more.
0: And, and, but had the decision to put the album
1: Volume 1 Street Scriptures, had
0: that decision been made then?
1: We remade that album. Like When the finest, like around the time Purple came out, we met DJ Clem. Yeah. And DJ Clem was like us. I mean, you do a beat. Mm. So, the the thing was, when we met Clem, Mm -hmm. Clem was weird, like us. I wanted to go down that
0: rabbit hole with DJ Clem but since you're there already, yeah. yeah.
1: Clem, 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 on, Clem had this thing that Robert had so the two of them, they understood each other. Yeah. Clem did not understand when a beat was done. <laughs> like, Clem will walk on a beat. Everybody will tell him it's, it's mad yeah. and then Clem will look at that mark like the beginning of working on that beat. Oh,
0: shit. I hate so, those producers. Yo. Very annoying.
1: Clem. So, and then because we were trying to be different and we we're trying to do crazy So we used to just, oh, you've done this beat. You know what? Let's throw some rock guitars. We'll put some horns on that. You get, and then it was all, it was down. You know, there's some producers that they were like, oh, I don't want to, don't, don't mess with mine. Yeah. They'll be like, all right, cool. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. Man, beats cannot just be static in the middle. And then maybe after voicing, maybe the artist says something. The, the instrumental must react to, to that. You know? I have the perfect song. I dare you.
0: Was actually, it I dare you? Actually, Live at 51. Live at 51. I think that is DJ Clem's best production. Fitting the artist. Let's listen to Live at 51. This has Vector, Pipe, and Ferocious. <laughs>
2: so Bangkok now tell me who's the best yes. you best than not? I'm cocky to the chest call me Maurice I got chestnuts you in I out boy. boy it is King Arthur and the Knights house boy, boy. the flights out boy. boy cause we own the plane and the control tower full throttle on power caviar C right. like VEC no E-X-I-S-T it is me no test to me young hater you die you can't keep up for long like pizza Rufa if salt on Paul and pizza deny the proven savior I am I'm like the greater, you call me the greater Cause I'm greater than the greatest When I come, let my brothers still be the latest They should I go further, and y'all go less The be bomb harder, thank you man. Like Nuno, numero uno The kid rumo. Oh. I so sumo And you know, I be lice like I'm Hugo I got more letters on snakes than Ludo So you cannot fight me, oh, deflate me, oh V.E.C., nobody here can fight me, oh, Let's it's for me look like a punchline. Tryna stop me gonna be a twister.
8: I live it with your tears just so I like life. It is not me for me control the frontline. And you not know, send me not cheap like a million one time. I have been five knocking you and well, it's been a long time. I am so sorry for leaving you for so long without a new stuff for you to cry on. M7s deep in your block. And ain't no writer now me not go stop. Used to be your number ten right I know we number one. Richie Batty Kitty controller me say.
6: Punch lines hard enough to make even a fall Ask big brother, he'll tell you I'm here to end them all. And it's your every even My House of peeps. know that I'm on fire yeah. like a tennis referee. So good and so bad, I'm contradictive. To stop me from you need more than contraceptives. Shallow minds can float for too long. There are sharks in the water, this ain't no small pond. They say they're sleeping dogs lying. Sh- but if I
1: catch you lying, dog, I'ma put you to sleep. Cause it's crazy on the streets when I creep with my peep. Seven eight. If the fact that you, you get, like, it was on the same wavelength with us. Mm. Very dangerous wavelength, but, you know, just that, just creativity. You know, we we're, were eating creativity. We were just just, like, we would be satisfied just, like, listening to, doing something with your own hands and your ears and your eyes and listening to it and being amazed by what you did. You get was enough for us. We we were not interested in the clothes and the cars and you know, all of that industry hype, all of that. We were just like yo. So people would come to the studio and you know would listen to like a live of fifty one, and they would be like, my lord, what the what how on earth? I remember when we we played the beat and we we're talking about it and I think it was a Saget that said, I have the perfect person. Don't hmm. worry. I had see. Don't worry. Just leave. I have the perfect person. And then Vector came through that evening, Thai and Sue coming from some white-collar, you know, vibe. And then he came, and I was looking at him like, is this guy trying to audit, audit uh, (laughs) finances? And he opened his mouth, and I was like, okay. But even before he even spat any bars. We played songs for him. So mm. he he, too, he was like, oh, okay. and this is
0: Vector also coming up, you know?
1: Yeah, he was yeah. coming, was hungry, you know? So he was like, oh, okay, I get, okay, I get what we're trying to do here. So, mm. you know, he, he delivered, you know, pipe, everybody. Now, I, I, I have like, I, I have a, this is the scriptures with the tribe, LD and Sasha represent mm. with Rooftop MCs represent mm. These bands. That's Terry Verocious yeah. represent. Dasuki Samurai Caliphate represent. Um M I Jesse Ice Luffy Crew represent. X Y Ray Tech mm. Straight Border represent. You know Fourth Republic represent. This is we we had a hit list of not the biggest artists in Nigeria. Mm. We like the most the most creative artists like the people we did not care about whether you were making money off music or whether people outside will know you yes. or some just because we still had the connections like you know that whole creative industry where we would sit down and we say okay i mean i know these guys and you get mm. so we got like the the most talented hip-hop artists mm. the all the crews and you, you understand mm. like this guy with the thoroughbreds and, and Ill, bliss Ill bliss came through, you know, represent. Like, we're just like, okay, who are, where are the crews? Where are the hotspots? Where are the people that were killing it? Let's
0: just get everybody and form an alliance. Let's just bring everybody to together and
1: form an alliance and do something. So, Clem started reproducing hmm. songs that we already had produced. Wow. wow. So, th- half of the songs that we had scrapped everything. Wow. So, we, ha- we, d- we did almost all the songs with Clem. Because we're like, okay, you are crazy enough to, you know, to, to go we, in. You, like you, that, you understand and what and we... We might as well I, I do it. I remember when we met Blaze. Yeah. And we, we listened to her stuff and we're like, man, this girl can rap. Why, why is nobody talking about Blaze? You, you get like, people were talking about Blaze, but it wasn't yeah. on a... Yeah. We're like, this girl can kill male rappers. Yeah. You know, forget about whether... Bar you know, for bar. So... We said, dude, cook up the most gully, like the most retarded beats that you can, you know, get. And then we came up with, um, with, with, um what's the name of that song? I Dare You. I Dare You. With XYZ you get.
0: and Terry The Rap Man.
1: I mean, we, we took, we said, okay, so I had the illest MCs. Hmm. You get, we want to showcase Blaze, you know, that was the A&R, that, that was the A&R angle. Well, like, we want to showcase Blaze want to say, listen to Blaze. Blaze is not a female rapper. Blaze is an MC, you get. So we got XY, you understand? Who would kill anybody anyways? Who, who was, you know, the, I, I I feel like at the time, you know, all of them they had their thing, but XY out of straight border then.
0: Yeah.
1: MCing forget the production might be debatable between Ray and Tech and yeah. X, but spitting bars, yeah, you know, XY. And Terry, the rap man, for crying out like, We said, okay, we're going to put these guys together on a song. Mm. And we're not going to be biased. Just come and rap and go.
0: Before yeah. we play I dare you. can I tell you a quick story about you and XYZ? You might not know this story. Mm. So XYZ told me this story. You guys had produced... XYZ had produced a song for Mode 9 on Paradigm Shift, his 2008 album, okay. right? And he gave Mode 9 the beat. I mean, he looked up to Mode 9. Everybody looked mm-hmm. up to Mode 9. But, you know, when the album's out, he goes and buys the album and um, then he plays the record and, and Mod9 says, shout out to Nighthouse. Oh. Then he's like, what? I did this beat. Then I think he sees Mod9 and I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And Mod9 says, oh man, I thought, I thought you were Temi Gomez. What you guys look alike. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave Temi Gomez the
1: shout out. Do you know, the, the thing is, the way things, the way we recorded then yeah. was so, was everybody was, in it, everybody was mm. trying to do something. Everybody, like in the studio, we have like five, six, seven people mm. trying to, you know, fix the verse, do this and everything. And I was sent when it comes to like, you know, putting the song together. I was center, yeah. of it for a long for a long time. People thought I produced the finest. Um, I thought you had some production credits. Yes, yeah. well, now the thing is, the way we did music then was because we we all had like production experience. So it was a case of when you're giving me a well, beat. Well, I'm sure you
0: produced. You didn't just do the beat making. Yeah. Well, when, you when you give
1: me, when you give me a beat, I tell you to give me stems. Mm-hmm. So I can move the stem around. I can remove stuff and replay it. So I you, can, you, so know, you tell. produced. tell. Yeah. So you, you get, but an artist coming and mm. saying like, Oh, let's work on something. And he's working on, on a project with 10 people mm. does not really understand who exactly he's supposed to give what credit to mm. and then we were horrible with paperwork. There was absolutely no paperwork. Not not even not, nothing, no chance. Nothing. So a lot of times there were a lot of songs that they would say, oh you produced and I'm like, nah, I didn't produce it. But if an comes to the studio and he has oh, Gomez, oh yeah oh yeah open the project. Oh Gomi, this person's verse, you know, he's just gonna look like ah, that's the guy. Yeah
0: that's the guy that produced it. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. but then like shout out to XY. I'm look on the scriptures right now as I'm sitting down. I I can't even give you producer by producer, you know, of all the songs because there are some songs that maybe started off as an XO beat and then and, and, ended up with, ended up with, with yes up or something or, something, or yeah. something. So it was then we didn't care. We then we didn't we didn't know. Let me let me put it that way. Yeah. We didn't know that there was going to be such a big deal on ownership. Mm. Cause then we, what we were working on was, maybe we are a ninth family now. Yeah. You're on us, ninth house family. Yeah. That is why you would want to do your song and come to the studio and we'll treat it like it's our song and mm. not I'm talk to up. you about whether who owns this, yeah. this or what money. You get, we did stuff with mode. You get, we did stuff with mode mm. produced by Clem, we did stuff with mode produced by Rogue Wave. Mm. We did, you, you understand. So at the time, I would look at a Texila, Texila production, yeah. Straight Border, and say, yeah, that's nighthouse. House. Like, you you get. Yeah. The mistake, the issue that started creeping in was the, the moment we started getting that industry recognition and people started talking about us, mm. a lot of people started feeling like, hmm, who is Nighthouse exactly? Rogbalari and Gomez. Okay. We see them branded everywhere. Do you understand? And that was due to how we were trying to push the Mocheda brand.
0: Because the branding was very specific and very um, coordinated. You know, we saw your names, we mm-hmm. saw your nicknames. Yeah. We know there were three guys. These yeah. three guys were always in suits. Anytime Mocheda shot a video, yeah. it was very, very coordinated yes. and specific. Who came up with that branding idea?
1: Rogba brand. Who
0: came up with the Nighthouse logo?
1: Rock bar brand. Mm. The night house we we, we were trying to get logos a bunch of times and everything. Mm. We got a logo, we got someone to make a logo. You know, because we already had the idea from the round table, the round nights, mm. which was what we called ourselves at the very beginning yeah. and everything. So when that whole that night, you know, helmet night, thing yeah. and then we saw it we were like all right, cool, let's this is it. You know, but with Mo we we, we came we came to that because we looked at the whole industry mm-hmm. and how female artists you know come up in an industry that filled with dicks, mm-hmm. you know, and they find it really difficult because there isn't that support. Yeah. You know, of and then, you know, then yeah, you can be a feminist, but you're not gonna get a lot of support. Mm. You know, because even few women were identifying as feminists. Mm-hmm. You get so It was a very male dominated industry. So we're like, okay, the the best way or the only way we feel this babe can get a chance is if we put ourselves front back side to side. Hmm. So you want to have a conversation with Mo. We are not going to have a conversation with Mo. Because so in that conversation with Mo is where you start talking about her coming to your office.
0: Yeah. So you're going to have a conversation
1: with Larry you get about more.
0: Who's, who's happy to come to the office? Uh,
1: you understand? You, we go for a show. We go for a meeting. We're all there. So if you see three men, you understand? You are going to, you know, talk in your balls yeah. a bit because you, you can't really...
0: And discuss the work. You understand? And yeah. then you
1: know what it is like with, with, with the industry. The problem is not the ask. The mm. problem is the rejection. Mm. The moment these niggas get rejected... Mm. They are going to go out of their way to fuck you up. Mm. So it's not even them saying, "Oh, okay, you know, I already have a list for for the... a list of names for the show. Yeah, You understand? So you want to come on? All right, cool. I know you. You're, you're doing your thing. You're doing your thing. So how far now? And then, nah, I'm not doing. Now, that rejection is going to ensure that you don't get on that show and it's going to ensure that you will never... Get on that show as far as that person mm. is you get. So we were all like, and then she was young, and then she was like family friend. Mm. You you understand? Her mom handed her over to us like, what if if anything should happen to this? You you get? Yeah, we were friends. My 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 very close like friend and cousin was dating her sister. Mm. Um, Ray was like family friends with you know her sister and her brother. So it was one. It was a family, so yeah. we're really protect protective of mm. Mo. It wasn't on the industry or the music, or cause she was our artist. That wasn't where the energy came from. The energy came from this is sister. Mm. You get you can't fuck with family. You understand. So that was where the energy came from yeah. on that vibe. Yeah. So we entered the industry, and we did not. Um, we we never we never got over that hangover.
7: Hmm.
1: Even when business came into play, came into play. So all that trying to use the, the, the platform to make sure that she made her way through the industry without hitting those roadblocks or that thing. People started looking at it like, okay, so these guys are not, these guys are actually a label. Hmm. You understand this yeah. is actually a record because they have an artist. So and is the CEO mm. who didn't call himself CEO because everybody would look at him and look at the setup, yeah. And okay, this is the guy that is you. So this is the CEO. Mm. You and know?
0: Then he picked up the moniker, and then
1: he was the suit guy yeah. that would go and sit down with you know and everything. So trying to run that fucked the way things looked up on our own creative industry side.
0: Ten years ago, I had a conversation about this with somebody, and I won't mention the person, but he was also part of the Nighthouse family and gave me a similar story. But I'm sure you've put more context to it. When he was telling me the story, it was like, yeah, you know, Nighthouse started as the family. We were all together, you know, Then at some point, you know, they just focused on Mocheda yeah, and after they dropped the album, they just they just yeah. they just let everything go, and because Mootshehda now became like um, the 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 person that they could push out successfully and yeah. became a cash cow, they kind of just moved on. Yeah, and, and I mean he he wasn't too happy about it. The then thing- I also know that you know Live at Fifty One we just heard you guys were going to shoot the video at Clarence, and that somebody in house advised you guys
1: to shoot if you want me video. Now. The thing is, um, my biggest currency in life is loyalty. Mm. 100%. Like, I don't care. Loyalty, to me, is my big, like, my biggest currency. And, as far as Mo Dupe was concerned, Mo was with us when we were absolutely nothing. And we were just trying to make it do what it do. Mm. And she stayed and she was patient. So at the time where we had all that influence, it wasn't that we, we had stopped, you know, doing stuff and collaborating and the rest of them. It was more or less like this is an opportunity to get this babe out there. Mm. So we we jumped on it and it, it was, wasn't... It was the safest bet. Yeah. And then it wasn't even in terms of money. Mm. It, was, it wasn't money. If it was money, we would have moved different. If it was money, we wouldn't go with a female artist. Mm. You understand? Well, that's, would,
0: that's, that, that's tech, I mean, in Nigeria, in the context is harder.
1: It's it's much more difficult. Yeah. We would have just... I remember a time in the studio where we had Mo, Kid, mm. you know, Ice Prince, um... Um, skills. This
0: is ice pre-signed. This is no ice Loopy. Loopy not signed to Chok City. Mm-hmm. Hustling
1: in Lagos. We had scales. We, we could have signed, and we could have signed with. But we looked at it like, how would we sign Wiz when Mo had been rocking with us for this long? Loyalty. Loyalty. So we went with that. It wasn't. And when we went down that that path we were bullish with the way we went. Even when we look at things like, man, this thing, is, this thing is, is, is going to be different. It's not going to work. We're like, fuck that shit. We're doing this thing. We're doing it not not, not just on a more issue. It was on a, we started this thing and it must work. Hmm. It it must work, period. So when um, it was the case of, you know, the Live at 51... Versus if you want me and the rest of them, funds then was not as because there was as that, that distraction mm-hmm. of the music and mm-hmm. the the this and the industry. So even corporate started suffering. Mm. We, we didn't have time for you know chasing jobs and you,
0: you know, weren't pitching the jobs. We're anymore. not pitching. We're
1: not keeping relationships. Our people were leaving those agencies. We were not really. We're not. And then. There's the perception of oh you guys are on TV now you guys don't really need my help you guys don't really need that connect or mm. oh, let me pitch let me let me help you guys you get guys this job you guys are blown up. you guys are blown but we're not doing shows we can't do shows we were not we are not ter- um, Tito we are not um we're not mm. so we can't jump on stage and be performing there was nothing we had that we could say, let's get on this show and get 500k. There was nothing. Streaming, nothing. We could not carry music to Alaba. Nothing. Mm. So there was absolutely no money being made from the music.
0: So you looked at Mocheda and said, this is the product we're going to work with.
1: This is the product that we're going to run with. Yes, it's, it's much more difficult, but we we will, we will make it through. Now, once we run more, we will go back to our house family. We'll be more established. We can pull everybody. Do in. you understand? We will be more you, you get so, but we were so heavily um trying to make a female artist work in Nigeria is one of the most difficult things anybody can do. And I I I will sit down here and you will bring anybody that has been able to pull that off and we would have a debate.
7: Mm. These
1: are boys that they didn't have family connect. There were no properties that we could, like, you know, use as collateral to take loans. We were not Yankee educated, you know, with some connections with, nah. We were not living on the island. We were not, you get, we didn't have influential or wealthy friends. Mm. You understand?
0: These, These are so- tools you're using, unlocking stuff in <laughs> yes, industry.
1: Yes, we didn't. We were just creative, talented people. Period. So, just going into that Mo thing, the reason why anybody will look at me today and say, oh, you can't move something," and I'll look and I'll be like, "I can't even start explaining because I can't be mad at Mo. Mm. I can't be. How, how on earth? It's like you guys are trying to climb the Everest and Halfway, someone says, yo, I can't do this anymore. Mm. You get like, it's killing, it is killing me. You understand? Are you going to now tell the person, yes yeah, sell out, when people don't, don't even I have know, the bravery to mm. even think about climbing it from the, the ground in the place. first place. So, the, a lot of things went down during that period of after, if you want me, We'll, 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 we'll jump
0: into that. Yeah. I want to put the timeline. I want us to be on Okay, so around the time. Listen, I want us to listen to If You Want Me. Yeah. Um, and this is the album version. With Sasha. With Sasha. Yeah. There are two versions of this song. The Nighthouse album version has Sasha on it, mm-hmm. but there's a version, the original version, and the version on the franchise celebrity most debut album. Yeah. Has your verse on it. Yeah.
1: So um, if you want me, it wasn't supposed to be a single.
7: Hmm.
1: Um, it was it was us creating. Clem made a beat. Yeah, I liked it, I wanted to jump on it. Yeah. But then Mo came. And we're like, let's do it together. And then just like how we do everything, we were writing together, you know, she was oh no no, do it this way, and then we'll write. You know, I was the chief writer at the time because as an MC, you can write anything. Yeah. If you can write, you know, if you can navigate the complexities of rap, yeah, what's what is pop? You get so we wrote it and I really liked it at the time. I remember sending it to the Niger, one of the Ninja DJs at the time, and he really loved it, and he started bumping it in America. Mm. You know, so it was the thing was actually just growing then, and we just left it like we were trying to push some other songs. You know, yeah, for Mo at yeah. the time, she was actually even performing those songs at the time. Yeah. You know, those other songs. So it was someone that came from America and was like, hey, "Yo, you guys are nighthouse?" house." Then I love that song. I was like, yeah, one berry. I was like, nah, if you want me. And then I heard from like two, three, four people. And then, then Twitter started buzz popping that time. Yeah. So uh, you know, on Twitter I'm like, Rock but this song is actually speaking of this song they do something so you get that. and it was like, nah, because you're on it. I'm like, nah, this song is actually mm. doing something. I think we should and that was how we we're making music. We we're making music to release. We were making music like Come today, I have an idea. We do we do the music and put it on our blackberries and bump it. Yeah. And then when people come to the studio, we play it for them. That was music for us then. So we did the if you want me and we had moved on. We like it's not commercial enough. Mm. But what we want to do for the Mochada brand. She needs to be street relatable mm. and still have that class, you know. And then I think someone just came and was like, yo, you guys need to do this. so at that point in time we we're already like in the scriptures and we we're talking about shooting Live at 51. Yeah. But then the bag had already become mad lights at the time. Somehow. Somehow. So we, we we needed to now start thinking before we spent money. Mm. We need every money, every dime we spent needed to be spent in a way that we know that if we spend this money, we will get it back. We don't even need to get it times three. It will come back Mm. or it will reflect back on us. So, a case of already having a song that was gaining acceptance over these songs that we have that were not ours, more or less like we couldn't perform them, Mm -hmm. you know, if split and all those and you know, streaming was around that time, yo, what is it? Like, we get a cut off that, yeah, and everybody eats and we'll be fine. But yeah. then there was no clear understanding. The
0: only revenue model or the surest revenue model was performances,
1: yes, hmm. yes, that's nothing you can't do anything with it. So it was a case of men, let us shoot what we know. Already is working, and then it's more. You get more is family, not night house family. Family, you get it will look good on her. I'm on the song, mm. so I'm like, all right, cool. It's it's it only makes sense to do that. You get, and then come round and say, okay, you know, let's let's com- continue we, with the plan.
0: How do we further? You know, and all that. Yeah.
1: Our thinking then was, if we put, if you want me out. The acceptance of the track will equate to acceptance of the artist, mm. will equate to Nighthouse being accepted on in, in the mainstream, you get. And then we will take it from there. But, yeah, the track was accepted. Mo herself did a fantastic job trying to make sure that she got, like, the look on point. Yeah. I mean, you can watch the video today and see. Girl I've, next
0: door superstar. Yeah, look very, you know, uh, from thirteen to twenty-one year olds. Everybody. That's the target. You know, she,
1: she, yeah. she, she, she got, she got like, she even to like the the what she wore to, you know, how, everything. She got she everything. Dance. That wasn't us, um, trying to tell her what to do. That was her entering character hmm. and knowing that yo, I'm going to do this. So Clarence coming, understanding what we're trying to... I think Clarence even understood it better than we did. We just wanted to shoot a video for If You Want Me. But he looked at it, okay, I, I know because we're we in-house, we, we see each other every day, we talk mm-hmm. every day. I know what you're trying to do for this girl. So I'm going to shoot a video that's going to be in this direction. So, you know, down with Rogba, came up with the whole storyline thing, you know, everything and yeah. everything. And then she killed it and... I remember the day I watched that video, I was like, uh-uh, no, no. Nah. That this girl, nah, these people are going to uh uh-uh. and online then it was, oh, you know, cause we we're putting out songs where she was rapping, yeah. you know, and everything, but everybody was already, you know, doing that debate of she can't
0: rap, she yeah. can't do this. Yeah, there was that there and, was that whole conversation about her being a rapper.
1: Yeah, you know? and half of that was just people not understanding that people still caught up in that apprenticeship. Freedom mm-hmm. thing of where did she come from? Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Oh, she didn't, oh, like Sasha, she didn't grow up, she'd come through under LD and yeah. come through under tribes. Yeah, oh, like this person, this more just boom from nowhere. one berry, one berry, boom. She's rapping, and she's just like we're saying, all of a sudden, she's one of the biggest female rappers in Nigeria.
0: Easy. I mean, the lady won a Chanelu award and a mama in the same year.
1: Yeah. It doesn't get bigger than that. You understand. So even if you want me, the fact that she was singing of, on they, they If are, You Want Me... There
0: are posters, you know, and I, I don't want us to go into the rabbit hole of Mocheda franchise celebrity, mm-hmm. but there are posters where Mocheda is way bigger than Tiwa Savage on the poster. Yeah. You, you know, at that point in time, that's yeah. how big Mocheda became. Yeah. But how did this success then drive you guys in further creating you know, the scriptures, scriptures. scriptures our, our okay. Album. So
1: ar- around that time, um, where, because of like the fact that we had gone like main, like we were getting recognition in mainstream, even with Mo, yeah. you know, and if you want me and the rest of them, we were able to get people like, like YQ. We're able to get people like, you know, um, um, pipe, like the, the quote along the big, the big names, mm that were on the album.
0: Let's do a roll call.
1: Yeah.
0: Othello presents Night House Street Scriptures Volume 1. Yeah. 25 tracks, 1 hour, 25 minutes, 50 artists. It's, it's ridiculous, right? M.I. Mood9, L.D., Y.Q., Whiskey, Da Green, Vector, Eva, Terry The Rapman, Sasha, Ilbliss, Kel, Rooftop MCs, Jesse Jack, Sauce Kid, Ice Prince, to mention a few. <laughs> 12 producers. Yeah. DJ Clem. Of course, carrying the bulk of mm-hmm. production close to eight eight songs. Rogue Wave, yeah. Exo, Saber, Texilla, Craft, Solex Timbo. Yeah. The Suspects, yeah. Jesse Jags, Zella. Yeah. Then Legendary. Who's Legendary?
1: Legendary Beats. Those Legendary Beats. Yeah. Wow. Legendary Beats, Legendary Beats produced um
0: legendary. Komaru. Yeah, they produced Komaru for Be-
1: so around the time yeah. where they came with beats like, you know, to work with Mo, we, we grabbed some beats and we're like, yo, we're gonna put this on the scriptures.
0: I want us to talk about a few songs. We've played Live on fifty one. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the best collaborative, you know, yeah. um the mixtures of, of of you know um a rapper, you know, and and yeah. um, you know, dancehall singer and all mm-hmm. that. But I also want to play two other I want us to discuss about two other songs that I feel like the composition, the way you guys arrange the artist on the record mm-hmm. is amazing. First, of course, is one of the singles or uh, apparently doing my research, actually found out I wasn't a single. The song just took off. There was just one single. And that was the finest, right? Yeah. But I was going through your Facebook page from 2008 mm-hmm. or 2009 and I saw a promo CD which had the finest as a single, mm-hmm. purple as a single. Mm-hmm. In fact, the finest wasn't there. It was purple, it was hates, mm-hmm. Iblis, and Otello. Yeah, yeah. And there was a song called drum, drum, drums. But never drums never made,
1: drums didn't make the cut. Mm. That 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 compilation was our idea of like the the, the, the most commercial songs mm. that we're gonna put out from the scriptures. Preclaim.
0: Ah, I see. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. So Clem coming in and you know rehashing, rehashing bringing, it, rehashing
1: it. Essentially, Clem, Clem, gave us a more mainstream sound mm. because before then, the scriptures was more rock influenced, rap. Mm. Let's
0: listen to Ijile Pampa
9: if we say it's hot, then it's hot If it's not, you need to go and take it out the shop Q done said it before Othello's gonna say it again Kelly Kelly's just confirmed the fact That we hit this like a bomb to the bad <laughs>
8: Son of the soil, the you original gong-gong Still knocking at your door like gong-gong Got a stack paper, O D Don dung. O D Don dung. I am number one Top of the chain, so they call me the dawn Back on top, so you know that it's on It's a hurricane, boy, ring the alarm Boy, ring the alarm I came out for, conquered the game
9: Grand new swag, L.D. is the name Left for a while, but back in my lane And still
8: undefeated, it's a damn shame Still I spit, still they
9: trip Still in the headlines I still
8: make hits Forgive them for they know not what they do and i don't really care cuz my <laughs> babe say me you want try the way we run things we make up and i'm already going on i'm go
1: Some with some teens really wanna make it plon, my man's Shining, I told you before we crates so up, do some the law My girl Kelly
8: L D YQ. If you want our swagger, see go hard you Me and loose Skainan in a black coupe No seats at the back, you want money
6: Shotty rockin' tons, so we poppin' the pins. You wanna know what I got, sit in my jeans Long tin, told them it's the Fifth Amendment You're free to use it, but please don't bend it
1: Like Bex, nobody like Mike This girl got skills, so yeah. she in the mic So I say, come, come, bring yeah. your bum bum Do a little something
8: how
0: did that how how did, how did this song
1: come about um Osagi. Hmm. cuz um
0: not to be mistaken with me guys <laughs>
1: oh, yeah <laughs> sags yeah. was was always man we had like 20 a at the same time on this project like everybody trying to actively go home and come coming back with something mm. and at the at, at this stage of the scriptures we're mad distracted mm. so Osage coming like like yo you know Kel you know I want this kind of beat or maybe she heard the beat I don't remember how we kicked she was just like yo yo man Kel will kill these beats you understand that kind of thing Gomi must rap. And at that point in time, I had a conversation with my guys and I was like, I am not rapping again. Not because, you know, I'm not confident enough to, you know, rap, but me being part of Nighthouse and this Nighthouse thing that we're doing now is putting like pressure on me to do commercial music. Mm. And I don't want to do commercial music. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. I will sound whack if I do commercial rap. Like, I don't even understand how to do it. You get my robot is not that sharp. Yeah, my I don't speak pidgin English, so I'm still going to give you those like, uh, referencing yeah. like animes and yeah. shit on, on songs. And robots are like, ah, no, you must rap, you must rap. And I'm like, all ah, right, cool, I will. So, Ijida Pam Pam came and they were like, I should rap. I did one verse, they were like, too technical, did another verse, too technical, too, too technical. I, I eventually. I gave them the something bomb bomb, shake a bomb because my idea, that, my head, that was like the idea of, you know, commercial. The, the, you know, commercial song. And I hated, like, It's the Pom Pom, I always cut it after LD's verse. Like, all right, so that's It's the Pom Pom, man. Moving on <laughs> to the next one, because It's the Pom Pom is a song. And then we sent it to LD. Hmm. We sent the beat to LD, and we're like, you know. Was
0: YQ's verse on it already?
1: No. We sent the beat to LD, and we're like, yeah, we're trying to do a song and everything. And, and it was like, okay, I like it.
0: But you get get
1: someone on it. Jilipam. No, no, he said get someone on it okay. that will work on it, and then we we spoke to I don't remember, I don't remember the person that was managing YQ at the time, hmm. but that that person was part of you know the family, and he was like yo I'm gonna get YQ on, and YQ came to the studio and did that ejele pam 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 you get, and then we sent that to LD. And we're like, all oh, these guys long dating now. Like, I think 48 hours later, LD just, I just got an email mm. of LD's verse and it just blew. Everybody was like, yo, you understand? So we, we created that song. but I didn't want that song to get on the scriptures because I was like, there was one other song that I was, I was going for, yeah. which had a more like, it had like an Afro, Af, not Afro beat, like commercial Afro beat, like Afro beat. Yeah where I was spitting bars, yeah. no no chorus, no, no nothing, hoops, nothing, three minutes, 30 seconds, which was what was supposed to be the intro of the album. Hmm. But, you know, when people sat down and they were like, nominating and voting, yeah. you know, that got thrown out and Jile Pam Pam entered <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, man. And there were songs like that, like, Jile Pam Pam is one, Make It Better hmm. was another one.
0: It's, it's, it's one of the records I actually penned down to yeah. discuss with you as well. I think... You know, this is one of Ice Prince's best performances.
1: Naked Better was supposed to be for the youngins. Mm. It was, was Mo, it was Moby. Yeah. Who's Moby? Moby, we adopted mm. just from him coming to the studio. Mad Talented, had like, I, I think we met him through Alex, Alex Young's. Mm mad talented like the guy just had talent he sounded he, he didn't sound local at all yeah. he had that oh you know vibe we worked on a couple of songs and it, it was one of those we, we were stretched at the time so we couldn't even sign the only artists where we, we were looking to sign were artists that were going to be patient artists we could develop over time and then mm. work with so Phenom, for instance, I went for Coco Lounge one day and yeah. came back with an artist. You guys were looking at me like, <laughs> dude, you know how difficult it is with this it's thing that we're trying to do. Why not bring in young rapper yeah. inside it? Go and look for commercial artists that yeah. you know we can yeah. sell tomorrow. But you so know,
0: Phenom is exceptional.
1: Exceptional. Shout out to Obama for convincing us to sign Phenom mm. at the time. Then um, Willie Bang, mm. you know, who came through, you know, Tai and, um, and Alex Young's, mm. you get like that. So Moby was just, was I think Willie Bang's guy or something that could just, so when, and when, we were, when we we're working on the scriptures, we said, okay, we're going to do one song that is going to be for these young cats. You understand? It's going to have, in fact, we did two, I think. We did, we did. Um, Legendary. We did legendary, yeah. and then we did. Okay, so you listen to the album. <laughs> so we did legendary, so this was supposed to be like the young guys just yeah. you know expressing themselves, you know, and and then and then nothing like me. Yeah, you get with with an artist that we met when we went to to um, rhythm. Mm. Shout out to rhythm, Obama, big big time. time. Yo, Yo, DJ XL also, DJ XL, and, uh, yeah. you know. Like, the, we had some radio people that were not the typical radio people that mm. were just, like, 100%, like, you know. I, I can tell you that it was Obama that blew um, If You Want Me on Radio. Because mm. he took it and he took it personal. Mm. You know, I there are a lot of songs, like, even The Finest, they kept it on their charts, like, there for months. They were like, yo, this song is going to be in the charts. Like, I mean, your guy likes it, but we here that this song is the national anthem you get. So... And we didn't give them a dime. Like, these guys were just... I mean, we're, we're doing some corporate work with, with with Big Time. Yeah. You know, at, at the time and everything. And me um, Bamio Lateru and, you know, all these people. Mike Magic and the rest of them. But it wasn't even off that. It was just support, you know. So, all the, we, we we saved some songs that, okay, for the next generation after us. We were not even grown enough to even enter the industry. Yeah. But we're already thinking for the next, for we're the VCs and the Moes and the rest of them. You know, so we did we did those songs. So we're trying to do like a young money type. Everybody come Mm. and talk about a subject matter, you know, like talk to each other on the song, you know. So so that's how it sounded very youthful, very young. And I remember like talking to Ice Prince, like, yeah, there's this idea of a song I want to do. It's called Make It Better and da-da-da-da-da. And he said, Okay. And it came through the next morning. And he spat that verse and I was like, and then Fumbi as well.
0: And Fumbi, you know, this is 10 years ago. Fumbi on this record
1: sound like Fumbi of now. Fumbi, Fumbi, Fumbi is, Fumbi is amazing. He's always been amazing. Uh, Otoide was the one that, that brought Fumbi to the studio. Wow. And then he was like, yo, I want, I want to work with this guy. So I think we worked on a couple of songs and everything at the time you get. And, And another thing is most people, this is Night House 2010. Hmm.
7: 2010,
1: 2011. Most people didn't really understand that we were actually not making money from music. Hmm. The money, if more goes on like on uh, a show or something and we were able to even uh, um, negotiate money, we need to understand it that this is a female artist. It's probably
0: going back into cost
1: of... Cost of, you know, days, hair, clothes, da da yeah. This, that, 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 that. Yeah, she supported on her own and her farm, but... At the end of the day, there's all that. Mo cannot. We can't. We can't come. We can't appear somewhere without her looking, um, with her looking weird. Mm. You know. So there's all that expense. There's. We, we were lucky enough to have like someone like Clem, that was with us, and understood the vision, to an to an extent, to know that okay, I man, this thing is the long run. This is we're trying to build this. And he knows that there is no money because you get. We would do those ads we will share the 10% of the of the money for the ads and the rest of the money is going to go back into the business the business so a lot of people a lot of artists came through that we showed love that they were expecting us to sign mm. and when that doesn't happen it at the end of the day it now sounds like or it feels like a scenario where we're leading them on or we're just keeping them
0: forever in the know. corner yeah not i'm not thinking about their future
1: yeah so we 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 inherited bad blood on that angle as well mm. we inherited bad blood from our fellow creatives that we were working with that i felt like they were not part of the, the next, success, next level the success story yeah of of night house on that side then even the artists that we signed like, shout out to Willy Bang. If there's any artists that I, till today, I still feel like, man, I could have done better. Mm. I could have done more for it. was Willy Bang. Because with Willie I was like, yo, this guy is incredibly talented. Willy Bang is formerly known as Silly. As Silly. Yeah. You know, but you need to understand that Willy Bang's best friend was Wizkid. Mm. So they were doing stuff at the same time. And, you know, Wizkid went on to, to sign with EME. He took off. You know, and took off. And then we had Willy. And then we kept doing, don't worry. Is it normal? Mo? Mo is going to blow in the next six months. Your, I mean, your next stop. Blow like make yeah. money blow. Blow like ways is blowing. Yeah. Your next stop. And then right after that, we're going to move straight to Willy Bang. Willy Bang is good to go. He's not a child. He understands how the market works, he understands how the industry works. He's been signed before. But the more will soon blow. Became six months, one year, two years, mm. two and a half years. You you get so that whole process. We all, we we got that whole vibe, even from in house. Mm. You get so scriptures wise. At that moment, we were just trying to put everybody on. But dude, how many artists? Fifty artists. Still, there were some people that we created tracks that didn't make the cut. Now there's there's some people like you look at like the the song Terry is on is not the song Pharaoh is on. Yeah. So man bands is on it on two songs Mm. you get. Yeah. There are some songs that you know this will be on one of,
0: one of the members of the crew is on. Do you understand? Jesse's on online with Cartier and D'Agreen. Green. Do you get it? MI has an interlude all to himself? All to himself.
1: who has, has a song all to himself, yeah. and then he was on the biggest song. And then you have the Bachelor Boys mm. who, as far as in-house were con- uh, was concerned, they, they, have they were in-house. They should we, we we recorded like there were like two or three songs. And they didn't make the cuts. That didn't make the cuts. And it wasn't a decision of... It was a decision of... These guys, these ones are family. I cannot beg LD for a verse. And me. he will send it and LD will listen to the, this thing and it's not there. Do you get... I can't tell Mood that his kingpin did not make the cuts. Yeah. You understand? But I can say loose. We are here. We are alive. We will forever collaborate. We'll I, do it again. I remember we had a very tense conversation mm. with Luz. And you know, Lou speaks his mind. Yeah. I was like, yo, you fucked up. Yeah. You did this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, I, this. it's the industry. This shit came and poisoned everything. Like, it's the scriptures. Like, we were doing the scriptures like volume one. For, I mean, for crying
0: out loud, it's just volume one. <laughs> you understand? Like, there's a second and a third yeah, that's coming. Hopefully. And to
1: me, I'm like, we are talking like as if you will go and join another crew somewhere and we will not, we will stop seeing or stop talking or stop. You understand? Yeah. That happened. Hmm there were a lot of people that I was like, "Be Pish, calm down. You understand? Like, relax. We, were, we are trying to do... Yo, we fucked up with our bag. Now we... Now need... It's not even about whether more we're just trying to prove a point. We need to make money. So we need to make these artists work. The ones that we have signed already, we need to actually figure out how to make them work. Yeah. So even the release of the scriptures, a lot of these... 40 artists that when we were releasing it, we wanted to do it different. Mm. So we're like, you know, I remember not just okay at the time, just launched a streaming app and the moment we saw it, we're like, that's it. That's another another way to show that we're, yeah. we're different.
0: They were selling albums on the platform.
1: And we're supposed that... to get release forms. Mm. So we started talking to Libra the artists yeah. that were like, oh, yeah, yeah, love, yeah, da, da, and they became... Started telling us to talk to labels. Mm. So we started having conversations with labels that had been watching us mm. misbehave all these years. <laughs> with the artists. So some of them started dulling us, and some of them started straight out sending us to lawyers and all of that. So um, you technically did not We didn't even have contracts for our artists. You are now sending us contracts. What What contracts? We don't even have... Expense book. They're sending us contracts. Hmm. So it was, it was demoralizing. We felt alone. We felt like, I mean, there's some, there's some people that it was justified the way they, they looked at it like, man, the love um, we're feeling here is different now. These guys are a label. Mm. You know, because on TV and on radio, they're saying the Night House label. It's not the crew or the movement yeah. anymore. Yeah. You get So, all those t-shirts that people used to wear with the Night House emblem on it yeah. and people used to just love and wear and wear in their videos or yeah. on TV or yeah. in their interviews yeah. so it just started disappearing. Mm. We, we all of a sudden, it seemed like we were the ones, we were the only ones rocking those things. Mm. You know, which was a sign. And then, people kind of stopped coming, mm. you know, and it wasn't because of, you know, there is no love or anything. It's love, but now it's professional love. You know, it's the love that the CEO of, uh, the, the MD of GTB and the MD of, you, you understand? Yeah. Then it will sit down and love give themselves love. But, but business. There's another well, you know, of business. We're not, we're not, we're, we're family, but we're not the same mm. company you get. So I, I, I just started seeing it, like, everywhere. Conversations started getting shorter and colder, mm. you know, and weirder you get. And more inherited a lot of that. Of that mm. You know. People started telling us no. We want to do something uh, where more just dropped something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play it now. It's all love, right? And then there's that what you got from me? My augur my said, you guys need to come and feel formal. Mm. You, you get like, we started getting like weird, weird vibes from everywhere. Yeah. So we're just like, man, it's not even about putting out the scriptures to make money. We didn't care about making money of the scriptures. Even till today, we don't care about making money of the scriptures. We wanted to create something we had we had almost created it. We didn't want to create script scriptures volume one hosted by Othello or whatever. We wanted a thing where creatives can come together and work with no boundaries or no, hmm. you know, just work.
0: Like how you, you know, started.
1: Like how we started, without having to worry about who performed you understand? Yeah. You get... I mean, I, I can't tell Soskid to not to go on to... I can't tell Soskid who is going on tour in the UK not to perform the finest. Mm. He will perform the finest and get paid. It's all love. That's the whole point you get. But then it just... All of a sudden, it. it I just started getting that... Man... We're supposed to get like release forms. We had gotten like maybe fifteen or something. We're supposed to talk to Disney. And then all of a sudden we're supposed to be talking to Storm and we're supposed to be talking to this and all of the I man. Fuck you know what? Fuck this EP Fuck this album and fuck. It. Like even if it comes out like the way we're good where, you know, like like we rolled out the franchise celebrity. If we yes. had rolled out the scriptures like that, it would have I still heavy. I still wouldn't be satisfied mm. because then it will be business. It defeats the purpose of what we were trying to I do. I get it. I get it. You know? Yeah. So I just, I just hung on to the few people that I felt like still understood what we were trying to do and, st- and saw the struggle we-, we were having with the whole, you know, record label process. Yeah. Because the moment we were trying to work on the franchise celebrity and we we're trying to put out songs for more. Um, off all these like iTunes and the rest of them started asking us for a document that shows that we was, um, that more was signed to Nighthouse. Mm. So we, we had to come up with a contract. Mm. So, you know, we just spoke to a lawyer, dude, we're trying to get a contract. Then it was a standard industry contract. Yeah, it, it, it Fucked up. I agree. A hundred percent. But it was the standard industry contract. The label owns the song. The label spends all the money doing whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The label makes the decisions based on this, 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 this. The artist gets 30% of performances or whatever, whatever, etc, etc. The moment the contract ends, the label absorbs 100% of the rights of, mm-hmm. the, of the music. It is this, this standard. The label owns the image, the rights, the name, you know, all that. And overnight, we became a record label. Like forgets all this history, forget all the the things, all the ideas, and all the the history and the the, the feel of the Night House Studio Fifty One and the people that came together. And show us showed us love, and we showed love too, and we became a little. We became an organization. Mm. All of a sudden, it became um these shadow releases, do these interviews, this. How can we get interviews? How can we get on this magazine, this newspaper, this, this, this thing and go for the few shows that we could get? And then, the typical Nigerian show then, 15 artists are built to perform. Just one slot for a female artist. Yeah. Then Tiwa came on. Mm. Tiwa came on backed by years of ex- music experience. And an industry machine. And an industry machine. That's Cecil Hammond behind her. Yes, and it it was it wasn't. We didn't look at Tiwa as competition. You get because we were still on that vibe of we're doing something different. And then
0: urban hip hop, yeah, and then music.
1: brand wise, I mean, we're trying to market more to a whole different demographic from what we we see that they were trying to do. So it wasn't, but still, 15, 15 artists. One slot for female artists. They are gonna call for the person that can pitch the most, that can you understand, lobby the most mm. for for that slot. So it wasn't like we we're getting big shows or we we're getting money or anything. The few the small money we were getting, we're just trying to make it go round. You know, there's also DJ Clem mm. who at this point wasn't getting paid for all that work. No split sheets, no Nothing. no any no royalties of you know production. De, 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 de. I so, mean it's not even selling. It's not selling. I mean, like if you go on like iTunes and all of them look at the numbers, look at the numbers of even the, the projects that we put out as like our artists. Yeah. You understand? Up until today, like complete, if we add all the artists together and all the streams and all the singles that we put out and everything. I don't think we made 2.5 million naira. How much did we shoot the finest? How much? Sorry, finest is ours, right? How yeah. much did we shoot? If you want me, mm. um, role, mm. um, see me. Mm. How much did we shoot? Um, um, Phenom stuff. Yeah. Phenom's two singles. Yeah. You get talking of the producers we worked with, clothing, dress, movements. You, you get like the normal. Do th-
0: you think? Do you think Nighthouse came too early because you, Wait, didn't, you didn't? You didn't hit the streaming era. You didn't hit the. That 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 era where Nigerian music
1: took off, you know, two eleven, two twelve, two thirteen. We were five years too early. Hmm. We were five years too early. If we had entered at twenty fifteen, yeah, yo, Hmm. I think the industry, what we were trying to do, you were aware, was something that we we had seen in the American music industry. We had noticed that. You know, how would, how was DJ Clue Hmm. able to feature all these artists or DJ Khaled or DJ Khaled? How, how, how was Puffy doing it? Puffy Hmm. was not making beats. You get, how was Puffy doing it? Puffy, Puffy was good at bringing artists together and working on a project. How was this other person doing it? That was the, that was what we were looking at and they were making mistakes and they were fixing their mistakes. Well, as they fixed the, the, the mistakes, we would look at the solution and be like, Oh, yeah, that's it. So we're going to run with that model. But then the Nigerian music industry was not, was not ready. Nigerian music industry was not ready for collaboration. Mm. I mean, right now, like, I'm, I'm, I'll consult for labels and stuff and our A and R and some artists you get. And I'll see, like, five artists in the studio, all of them are working, producer, everybody working. Nobody's talking about money. At the end of the thing, when the the track comes out, you open Audio mark and you see the five names there. Mm. Produced by, you click on the producer's name, see his body of work, click on. You understand? Everything is there, everything is connected, everybody's getting paid. Everybody's sharing money without any uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. Or without talk to my label. Yeah. Or, you understand? And then, we didn't know how big we were. We didn't know. Hmm. We, cause I mean, I was sending um, you my, guys emails. My email, my my email was a mess. Artists sending. Now imagine if, like, you just did a two million naira ad, and you you pocketed fifty k,
7: hmm.
1: and you're sitting down there like, yo man. Or, this artist P, man, how oh am I gonna do that? And then you open it, and people are like, Sign me, sign me, sign me, sign me. So you're just like, Man, I stopped depressing myself by listening to the songs because I would listen, i would hear something, I'll be like, Ah, this is really good. Yo, can you come to the studio? You get there were a lot of artists then that I, I was like, Man, I'll figure it out. Let's let him come. We shall find a way. I mean, when Miss EA, you understand, came back, we worked on an album. Aiko Rizu who testified. testify, will on an album. Mm. That album was Simi seven years early. Mm. Like the Simi sound now, Yeah, seven years early. Wow. It was Asha. Like, that album was mental. Aisha has one of the most enchanting voices. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm using enchanting. You get
0: Let's play. Hate, hate, Hit. I'll so you Othello, nice and I shall
4: break in bags. Now I break narrow pass with my cover breads. Drink a
1: toast, get glamour, get something nice, something like getting a pretty, we live in large and fantastic. The stars making big moves like make magic. I hate us beefing us tight, they can suck a pipe, I'm busy in the lab, cooking something nice, something like this. rapping on the night house, beep, put the lights out, let the riot start on the streets, pray and pray that I fall. Because when is in the system, boys, no feet at all, no. Oh
4: Nigeria never seen such a times a boss, look back at my past, when I first started out with rap, nobody gave an F about us, radio slipping on us, yet I kept hustling hard, kept bringing it till they all started listening to my work play, stay so immersed in sense, guess I made it big eventually, dudes talking from the side of the mouth, evil boys on the doubt, critics checking on my every move, every line that I write, guess I'm truly king for life, I don't brag about it, I live it why come a rock mixed with i love sense. everything i got to work for i'm not talking just the luxury of my next investments uh, i'm not seeing you i talked to get from
0: the same that oh, that muchara sound is built off miss ee They sound very similar mm mm-hmm. right and so there was this rumor going around and i want you to clear it now that miss EA was probably even writing some some of those stuff.
1: No. Miss EA didn't write one single line.
0: And we didn't hear, of, we we never heard of Miss EA until this song we played because this was the first time. We we're like, yeah. who's this? So we thought it was Mochada. Then we look at the track listing and it says Ayesha. Yeah. You know, and we're like, who's this? Then that theory started to float around. No. The thing is, um,
1: there's a particular way that I engineer.
7: Hmm.
1: That, that's part of what I'm saying with like, you know, with, with like working on songs yeah. and that, that being that confusion, even in-house. Hmm. There's a particular way that I engineer and I mix songs and learn remaster songs that has a similar vibe. If I remember Fifi. Yeah, Fifi. There was a song that we worked on. I think DJ Clem produced it. And she, she took the song to radio. And I remember the OAP calling me. I think it was Sensei Uche calling me. And he was like, yo, I played a song now from an artist. Did you guys sign a female artist? I said no. I played a song now. And from the first, from the first eight seconds, from the first 15, 20 seconds, I knew you guys produced it. And when the song ended, I heard Nighthouse, Nighthouse. I I knew it because there was a particular way we we had a way where we would we would layer the beats mm. and then the vocals and eq the vocals yeah. and the rest of that and then we would even tell the artist to voice. Mm. So the two the the two artists that we had then, the, the female artists that we had then to that we worked with like at length was Ian Mo. Mm. So E is a fantastic writer.
0: Yeah, you get. Yeah, she's amazing. She's an amazing. She's, writer. she's one of the most amazing songwriters. But I've
1: met. her voice, yeah, is is enchanting. That's that's the that's the word that that I can I can use. Now, when E writes, we try and pop it up. Mm. You get because she she writes from that whole Yoruba, You, you understand? Yeah, Ijine. so we try and pop it up. Yeah. When we do songs for Mo, yeah, we try and street it up. Mm. So there was that, that balance. Yeah. You you need to understand that when Mo Mo's popping era,
7: yeah,
1: Aisha wasn't around.
0: Exactly. You know, from, from your timeline now, yeah. just figuring it out. She was
1: never around. e left before the finest mm. and joined us after Mo left. After Right before Mo left or after yeah. Mo left, interesting. So, if you pick a song like um, the song with Phenom, Shukubam Bam, yeah. If Mo was around at the time, Mo would have done the chorus. Yeah, yeah, you get. Yeah, it would have been a different chorus because mm. we we all wrote when it was Mo's time. Aisha's time is editing. Is Madame? Ah, are you a ritualist? Calm down. Let's, let's, let's try and let's pop it, up. it off. Yeah. You get so. I remember a, the competition that we did. I, we didn't win it. Something the Hennessy competition. Hennessy yeah. Artistry. Mr. I remember. Daz
0: was with um, Blaze. Mm-hmm. You guys were with Mo Cheddar. Oh. Jesse Jacksons was with Ice Prince. Mm-hmm. Obams was with Bears. Yeah. And who else? I think that was a bunch it. of people yeah. who we were like
1: run out. Yeah. So the finals was. Uh, loopy versus Night House that was what it was because it was Mo versus Ice ice. so I was on stage with Mo you get and I think Larry or Wavy I don't remember who was on stage so we were like backing out piping and everything and then you know Jesse was on with Ice and the rest of them and I remember when we were performing I looked into the crowd and Aisha was there but she was with the Chuck boys, yeah. So she was looking, and I remember like after, and then when um, them ice came on, she was like jumping and everything. And I was like, oh, man, life is funny. You get that? Mm. Then I was like, oh, that's that's just weird. So she had left at the time, and if you look at the timeline of Hennessy Artistry, yeah, that was pre a lot of things. They pre a lot, yeah, yeah, all down to see me. Mm. After then was when we picked up was when Aisha came back yeah. and then we were like, okay, let's work on stuff. Did the
0: record with Phenom and all that, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, Aisha never wrote for Mo. Mm. In fact, we were only comfortable when we wrote with Mo. It wasn't, like, I would not even allow an outsider write for I was that protective of Mo. Mm. So, that, that, that definitely didn't happen. But, I remember the album we worked on with with Miss EA and yeah. you know we we are done we did a couple of listenings at Ike's place, you know, it was, you know, ready to go out. We had some amazing songs and then life life happened. Life happened.
0: You know, talking about Mocheda, she's like on I think um about six records on this on mm-hmm. this, you know, um volume one of street scriptures. And every performance is outstanding. Yeah. You know, and everything was just building up to, you know, her own our own project our own project you know in 2010 she had featured on mood yeah. Nine's album featured on Terry the Rapman's album featured on Lynx's album and I started to look and say this girl like three rappers she's mm-hmm. on all the albums she's you know on, on this compilation she's on like yeah. five or six records mm-hmm. she was building what she was building and and we saw it in Franchise Celebrity was, yeah. a, it was a success yeah you know we saw it musically sonically mm-hmm. I don't think any album sounds like that no you know I want us to play Make It Better with Ice Prince Mo Moby and an outstanding performance by Fumbi
10: about that. But listen up, baby, we got to talk, you know what I mean? I got to say something to you, like, if you give me one second, I'ma write this uh. I ain't trying to make a song seem righteous uh. See, see, sometimes people like this I ain't trying to show you my black and my whiteness uh. Baby, give me, give me your ear uh. Give me your mind, let me write, paint something that's clear Yeah, yeah you ain't got to fear. No, I did it wrong, but I put that back in my rear. Uh. See, so we can make it better yeah. Better than we did ever If you don't understand them, baby, we go a acapella uh. It's a brand new beat and ice If you understand it, it will be so nice right. I flip script so we go heights to uh. the response. I spend I know people life, 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 life.
3: This mind games come too far from where we are. Back at one, there's nothing shit. You promised the colors of rainbow bright. Look brighter than shiny diamonds, rubies clear. Cut ice. See, 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 We can make you better for ice and more shitter. If you don't hear me now, maybe I should be c- this, I ain't gonna hold you down. If you wanna fly, then take that flight, take that flight. Chief I baby part of the game. I'll yeah. be, yeah. No, I'll be better, better, better.
8: Stay strong to oh. eat you take our love for granted. That's the reason we're stranded. So I just let you go. And I feel less regarded. Together we're retarded. Take off, forget the starters. Get in the man, get a grip of the world. Where you gun out the door, get the party started. If swag was a school, you know I graduated. No other man does it like me. So why you acting lately? So why you bugging lately? So why the calling lately? You know if you're down on your knees, I'll take it. Cause you're my baby. We fight this. Me, no ice to around this, we can't just end up like this. Come close, let's this last my last
10: wish, no last this. You know
0: how much I like this. your hands, I I wanna talk about some standouts. We've played the standout record from Source Kid. We also talked about MIM, but there's a record here from Mood Nine. Right, it's called my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going back to Jimmy's album, yeah, the first album, the definition. You know, Jimmy Jack gave mode nine one record, just one. Every other mm-hmm. person had to feature, yeah, give yeah. at least three verses. He gave mode, say mode, mode is mode, and you guys <laughs> kind of did the same thing here. Mm-hmm. Standout, not an interlude, a song itself. And on this record, mode is <laughs> mode is taking short. At least there are a few lines he dedicates to his arch-nemesis of the time. <laughs> you know, how was that? What Did he record it in your
1: studio? Yeah, I recorded it in a night nice house. Yeah. Mode 9 is Mode 9. I respect, like, I, from, from how I came up, I always respect the artists that did it. Mm. Because, but if you've tested the Nigerian music industry, you would know that, Look, any new ground was a battle. Mm. You get. So, the people that ventured farther than everybody else did not just stroll. They battled to gain that ground. Mm. So, the conversations of um, this person didn't pave the way or this person didn't... That thing does not fit into my novel (laughs) because men just just even streaming we look at similar like, yeah streaming all yeah, streaming they, the, the people that that forced that thing in mm. they fought a battle alaba wasn't sitting crossing their legs mm. waiting for you to come and you know they fought a battle so with someone like mode mode is an artist mode is a rap artist that had commercial success one of the very few that had like confirmed unarguable no debate mm-hmm. success mode would do songs with two face mode would do you you understand like mode was mode was doing it yeah way before everybody else now just because you can approach a commerci- a commercially successful pop or afro artist and explain that I'm a rapper I want to do a song And the artists will agree to do it is because they've seen styley, and they understand how it works. So Mm. they're like, "All right, cool." Can you rap like mood Nine? Because me, I can sing like Two Face. Or maybe we're not yet on that level, but I I can. I understand. That was was a pathway that was made. That was made, and I don't even think like Mo just hit Two Face up like, "Come and do this song." And Two Face was like, "Yeah, cool, I'm there." You get? Maybe it was Jimmy Jada pulled that whole stunt like, oh, or something. You get like. When I met Mood, I was I I respected myself not not because of anything, but like we were hot that time now, we're like night house now. You get, but I met Mood and I wasn't. It wasn't a case of going outside to see the whip that he pulled off. Pulled you, you understand? Or whether he can, or asking him if he can do this or do that. I met Mood like this is Mood Nine. Like I'm I'm not standing in front of. All these dudes. This is Mode Nine. Mm. I'm having a conversation with Mode Nine. Like, I mean, he was at our studio. Like, yo, I want to feature more. I want to do this. I want to. You understand? I want to walk. I want. What's up with this night house now? All these people. Everybody talking night. Oh, you understand? Like, I want to see. I want to see what you guys are. Mm. I, I want to see if you are for real. Like, if you are real creatives, you get. But I was having a conversation. Like, this is Mode Nine. You get, there was no, there was no, there was nothing. I, I, How would I sit in front of Mood 9 and be trying to make myself heard or seen? Mm. It's not even about whether he drops an album now or last time he dropped an album or just off being successful at what he was doing at the time that he was doing it. Yeah. Dude, that guy is a legend. Like straight legend. Like and it pains me every time I see people like having who is better conversations. Hmm. Like fuck it, let's leave mode nine.
0: Just 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 leave him somewhere. Leave so mode we'll, nine. Have the conversation with every other person. Just leave
1: mode. Leave mode. Let's leave mode and let's leave where them Let's leave those people. Then we can be having conversations about how you know all these things are going on. You get it's the same. Like I was in the studio, I walked with a song with Wed MC. Hmm. like I took pictures. <laughs> I don't take pictures. You get like, I took pictures cause I was like, I want to remember this moment. Like I walked with weird MC, like what MC is asking me if, if the verse works, hmm. like I am, I, I am, I am the shit and nobody can take this away and I can't tweet it. Hmm. You get nobody can pay me for it. like, it's, it's my memory. You get. And it's what makes me confident with, with the shit that I do. Like, I worked with See, yeah. What are you people talking about? I walk with Mood. You get. Like, those guys... So, when Mood was even like, oh, yeah, we want to work on... where do I want to say? Mood? Listen to these 500 beats. Pick whatever works for you. Hmm. We had a, a friend that was... It wasn't a friend, like, family that was part of, you know, the night house round nights that yeah. time. His name was Ade. Yeah. And he, he went to the UK and, you know, he, he became part of um, Amy Winehouse. Mm. You know, like how they do it in the UK. Amy Winehouse was a band. an artist, but it's yeah, a, a band. band. So Ade, I was, I yeah, yeah, Ade was like, Ade was doing amazing these things at the time. And we were trying to look for how we we're going to pair him up. Mm. And it was only Mode 9. We're like, fam, Mode 9... So we try to, you know, give him the idea. like, there's this guy called Ade. He's da da da. He's, he's, you know, like you guys should work on something. Blah blah blah. blah. Mo said, okay. Amod Mo went and brought a verse, <laughs> and I heard the verse, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Man, I beg, it's mode nine. I beg, I beg. I don't like, yeah, bring the beef. Whoever wants to have, whatever issue, you, you get. It was worth it. <laughs> you get.
4: Joe's pockets looking like George's, skills overflowing, come drink from my fountain. He said I'm broke, but he's broke back mountain. One track got the referee counting. TKO, I hit him with the death blow. Now it's shake, wanna get me for the globe though. Spit for my eyes. Still no fit blind me. Why you no know, try? Rockin' rocking a fitted, looking fly. You got beef, we can air it. Spare me the BS, I'm worried. I'm fast, caring. Press the wrong button, danger. My temper's flaring. One rapper tried to step to me, huffing and puffing, buddy, bluffing. Looking weaker than Miss Muffin. Our relationship is tennis. Love means nothing My hot bars got him ah. off the fever flow You pre-Madonnas and you divas know your oyster level's low So quit trying to F with the pro Collabo between me and you My kick's in your face, now you know the taste of Velcro But you can get the flying elbow Either way, baby boy, you ain't messing with me Can't diss me or wax or hold a candle to me I know you're faking in the tits on Pamela Anderson Lee Spit from my eye
1: If we preserve these stories, these people will be able to understand that it's not about the music sounding old. You're, you, that you are the whiskey one day, is going to sound old. We're going to listen, like, listen to Holla at Your Boy. That song is old. Yeah. Whiskey isn't going to perform Holla at Your Boy. Produced by Nighthouse. Yeah. If you give him, if you give him. That's his first single. Yeah. What if you give him yeah. a 50 song set. Yeah. He won't perform Holla at Your Boy. It's an old song. Yeah. But you can't touch Wizzy you now. Mm. You get mm. so you know it's very like that. So it's 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 so with, with mode like man, with the mode do the track. That's it. Cool, boss. Thank you. This thing is going on the scriptures. It was the first peak. I did not care whether anybody thinks it doesn't fit some kind of theme or whatever. Like yo, I'm putting it on, and Adi did an amazing job. Yeah. You get on it's, it.
0: It's it's one of um I would I can put it I will put it in uh, Mod 9s ten best songs ever. Yeah, ten greatest songs by Mod Nine. I'll put it in. This. Yeah,
1: and if that song if that song had been released four years hmm. before that period,
0: it would have it would have gone. It would have gone. You get yeah. But around that time, this is when Mod9 was putting out Da Vinci mode. This was mm-hmm. like his third or fourth album. He had yeah. started entering his graceful years. Yeah. yeah.
1: He was he was already like Mod was already on his fuck the industry yeah. stance yeah. at that time. Yeah. He was already on on a he had gotten to the point where he, he realized that the industry wasn't run by creatives. So yeah. you can't get you cannot get the respects that mm. you deserve as a creative. Mm. When the whole entire industry is run by people that didn't you understand? They don't even understand it. That's why for a very long time, I'm happy things are changing now. For a very long time, it was commercial records because his songs that people will go to club mm-hmm. to dance to, mm-hmm. that's what they understood yeah. as you get good mm-hmm. music. So that was what was given the chance. You know, but now I'm even thankful for this corona year where people have to sit at home and listen to music. Mm. So there are a lot of streets, you know, what we were vibing to then. It's not working. Last year as like all the street artists that you're like, this is whack. Let's all be honest. Mm. But it's it's trips, it's a vibe. Mm. You understand? Because half drunk in the club, dancing, that song will go. Yeah. You understand? You are with your guys, but when you're at home,
0: you don't listen to It doesn't go. So you
1: have like all you have like Fireboy with amazing music and Oxlade with amazing music Mm. and and we're giving this song, this, this this bodies of work a chance because we are actually listening to them in our cars at home, Mm. you get so it's that's what it was. Like mode nine of mode nine mode nine is still rapping. So if mode was giving that the respect, like okay, this is this kind of music. So let's listen to it. When we are done, we'll now listen to Terry G and Baby Pullover yeah. and the rest of them. But when we are listening to, you know, well, everybody was fighting for that 15 performance slot. Slots. And they would throw anything at them. And then if you are not in that 15, you are not, you are not. You, you are not
0: to be recognized.
1: You get. And another thing, I don't really, not all artists are going to be A-list artists. Hmm. Not all artists are going to be collecting five million for a show. Mm. Doesn't make them less talented. They're just not in that bracket of artists. It doesn't make, you can't shade them for that. Mm. You get, so, I at, at that time, that was part of what we were thinking about with the scriptures. Like, I don't want to know the numbers. I don't want to know the, the whether people are, you know, you know, for Christ's sake, whether you are a-list or your Z-list, you are going to walk into that... You are going to park on the road and you are going to come down with your um crew and, and everybody will come down and do like this and then they will put their hands down because nobody is rushing you. Nobody
0: is looking at you. Nobody is looking nobody at you. Nobody
1: knows you. They will even know you. They will be like, oh, that's that guy. But that's it. Nobody is... now. You are not Wasu. You are not Kwamwon. You. You, mm. you are not... You get... You are not Conga. Mm. You understand? You are not... Like even that green... Came to Night House when that green was that green. Most most he got was like, hey, hey, you get like these guys are living their lives trying to make money and trying to make ends meet.
0: What was that studio session like um, with that green? Yeah, line Cartier was. I mean, he had dropped the album, over yeah. Swagger was buzzing. Jesse Jags and that green. It's a very
1: we recorded the word swagger. A, it's wow, we recorded. I recorded the word swagger and the remix. I engineered it and mixed it, yeah. The remix. I had Terry. I had Markman, Terry. Gino and, and Gino Eva. Eva. Who we were in the video. Hmm. So it it was um the guy that was pushing him at the time, you know, reached out to us like, yo, let's let's collaborate, let's do stuff. And he came to the studio and we we're working on Oatiswaga and you get, and even then when they were talking about who to put on, we put our people on Terry. Terry, Terry is going to jump on this thing. What? Eva was around the time. Eva, you understand? Because more or less like who are the people that, we can collaborate with mm. that will get get us out there. Yeah. So I don't even. I, I who made the beats? I don't remember who made the beats. I think it was Ray Slick or some. I don't. I think remember. It was J Slick. Jay Slick yeah, yeah. or someone. But you know, they just brought the data to us. Like, okay, let's work on it, and we did it. You get for
0: Lime. You have Cartier. You have Jesse Jags. You have green Yeah. It
1: is a very weird. Yeah. Combination. We. Um, Jesse Jags is an eclectic artist. Mm. Jesse Jags has a... And he's always been like that. Always, from time. I remember having conversations and I'm like, yo, Ice Prince is my best loopy. Mm. Or my best chalk boy. Because I could understand Ice.
7: Yeah.
1: Ice, there was a point in time I I would argue that Ice would speak better than M. But it's M.I. M.I. had content. So MI, M.I. would think. you get. M.I. will force you to think. So he always had that edge. But when it comes to like spitting bars, I mean not on the record, I mean in the studio, yeah. like where we're all, yeah. you know, everything. Yeah. Ice, Ice Prince was a monster. But Jesse was always that, like, man, just trying to understand his vibe. So his inclusion in the scriptures had to be different. It had to, we're looking at like, how do we, 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 on this, how do we put this guy on a record that will sound like his home? You get, it's, it's his shit. How, how will he own his? I mean, we can put him on all those like hip hop type things and Jesse Juggs will rap. Yeah. But we were looking for, so when we got, when we got the beat for line Yeah. And I think that Green.
0: Jesse produced it.
1: Yeah, that Green jumped on it. Mm. And we're like, okay, so who are the other people? Obviously, Jesse had to produce because that was the only person we felt like would understand Jesse Jags, you guess. So we're like, okay, that Green on it. And then he was on it. I think Jesse even did his verse last because maybe I think he just wanted to produce or something. But then we're like, yo, Jesse jump on it. And I like the song because it was edgy. It was very edgy. I lost I lost a hard drive with like fifteen songs we're working with Dag Green. What? Yep. What? Right. I lost that hard drive. It crashed. The only thing that survived that hard drive that, that survived that period was the chorus that he did. So we also put that on Mo's album. Let's listen to you. let's listen to you.
10: Yes sir, this is a mix of pleasure. Sorry to disrespect you. What's called the impressia? Cause I'm about to apply the pressure. And all of you efforts when lyrical mesh is infect you Jesus Christ and tight on mics, I'm a bless you We could get it on like a life switch. Yes, this night nice, just flow tight like price strips Hey, I won't say i the nicest, but I know i one of the tightest rappers you ever heard in your life. bit so price this, the flow worth some buildings Been latin' a rap and rapping, knocked down the building, so them So how you feeling I drive Say like cocaine or cook coke. i feeling high we sorted of like some good smoke. pass the weed, let me ash one these bastards. Is matching some abricadab Hokus pocus for you jokes, this How I then gonna go? Do I hear? Who I eat about team walk and jerk it
8: my light, line it No rap, one clap with them rhyme. As a phone with them, Chaos when you're gonna sit live, How I then look at it. They talking,
10: Jesse, this, Jesse, that, Jesse, Jag. They talking in lag, they talking about my swag. So when I see you swagging, then I laugh at you. You cannot know a product better than the manufacturer. When I came, I brought silence to the game. Swagger is my trademark, it's licensed in my name. My swagger is tagged, the bagger is homegrown. The universal serves
5: concerns like the ozone. And don't you even talk about my ability. Look at how I'm killing thee.
10: Look how y'all feeling me. What I got is untouchable. When I'm spitting, G, what you have is meant to be taken. It's like virginity. I don't brag, just tell it how it is. What can you give to a man who sells swag for a biz? Now like anything I put my name on becomes legit, and anything I put my fingers on is a
8: hit. Black. <laughs>
5: I'm
8: going so, 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 to no go the I'm pocket. I'm the I'm the go
0: they didn't make.
1: They didn't make it to 2015. Hmm. A lot of artists that didn't make it. Not not that they weren't good. It's so always anything. a
0: five year loop. And if you can pass mm-hmm. that five, that five. Year you parade, the first five,
1: you're good. Ah, uh, you are. you have a good chance yeah. of you know of of you getting to, in. You there. need
0: to do that. That five year window. You need to yeah. break it. So um, I want to talk about Whisked. Yeah. Um, other than him being on this record, nothing like me with t and, um, Eva. Yeah. Um, you guys produced his first single, Holla at Your Boy. Yeah. Um, and
1: correction. Yeah. Because so that, you know, now I can, I can, I'm thinking now I'm like, okay, maybe it's good to explain these things yeah. so that people don't take it personal. Mm. Um, Osage sent me a song. I don't think it was called Your Boy at the time. The song was produced by VD. Mm. And she gave me the data that mm, it, it was, it had something, but it wasn't there. You know, so um, we deconstructed the beat first. Yeah. Then we uh, we had this this idea of Wiz being Nigerian version of what's the name of this young reggaeton type pop artist. Um, ah. What's the name of this boy? Anyway. Your way to beautiful girl. Sean Kingston. Sean Kingston at the time. So that was our night house's own idea of, of Wiz. Yeah. Because Wiz could do the commercial stuff. Yeah. Easily. But we just looked at like then this guy can do that because that's how we, we, we were we were comparing ourselves to in, in our minds we were in the American music industry. So if, if we can't compete with what was going on at the time, then you know, so we're like, this, this is this, this boy can easily do this thing without, you know. So when we got the record, we first deconstructed the beats. DJ Clen sat down, did his thing, you know, rock back influenced a lot of you know how it was sonically you get and then we came to the studio and i remember it was like a night session and he had stuff he had written, rewritten you know and reworked and then so more or less it was kind of like just trying to get him to deliver it in a in a more international pop sounding. The the parts that were supposed to sound Mm -hmm. very like, you know, like the verses and everything. And then trying to modify the beats to make it sound you get. And the thing is that tag was never a producer tag. Mm. People thought it was. But it was never a producer tag. Nighthouse. Yes. It was supposed to be a He did it here. It came through. It came through us. Yeah, this this has our stamp of approval. Yeah, you get because we have we have we have worked on it. Whether we worked on it from the beginning or worked on it from the middle or we came to it towards the end. Yeah, approved by Night House. That was what it was supposed to be. Yeah, but a lot of people started listening to it, attributing it to Night House to producer tag Night House. So even a lot of things that. Was produced by DJ Clem in the native production, you mm-hmm. know, sense of it. Was a night house sound. You get even that night house, night house. It's a night house sound. It wasn't yeah. like the beats or the. If you listen to Live at Fifty One, yeah, Vector goes, D-d-d-d-d-d. Gomez, yeah. and the beat bang had a thank, thank you, you, Gomez, Gomez. Yeah. and that's cause my, a session with me isn't just telling you where your verse starts. Mm. You get if you bring your data to me, what you give me is not what you will end up taking home. Like we 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 go into it mm. and we work on it. And Robak might just pass like and I say, "Why is that high hearts like that? Change that high hats to something something else." Or you know you need to you need to give me some strings, or you need to put some some kinetic running strings on it. Mm. You, you get so. How large your boy was produced. By Night House and VD, hmm. because at the end of the day, there was the, the there was a the structure. There was still parts of that beat that was from the original production. That You guys now
0: layered on and
1: produced. That we layered on and you know and we produced and we and we worked on.
0: I think I I totally understand how you, um, what you mean. I think growing up, you know, we used to see producers. As oh, we used to you know attribute one song to one producer, yeah. Oh, Just blaze did it, oh Swiss Beast did it, yeah. oh Timberland did it. Then we started to realize, like, oh, there were three producers. Oh, mm-hmm. Danger Mouse or oh, Danger yeah. Mouse was in the same studio with with Timberland, and mm-hmm. he did most of it, and Timberland also worked on it. Yeah, then we started seeing multiple producers, three producers on one record. But at the time we didn't know all this. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you see one person, yeah. Oh, night that's the
1: person that, yeah. yeah. The night house, It's yeah. night that yes. It's night You get. And
0: and, it, and it, I mean, it makes for a good story.
1: I mean, yeah, it makes for a good story, but I don't. I like. I I don't. I don't need the, the misunderstanding. Mm. I don't. I don't need it. No. I wasn't doing it to make money or to get sure some that. some fame yes. of it or anything. Because I don't think there's any there's any song that we did. That was produced by somebody else. That we got accolades of, you know, our sound was our sound. Mm. Nobody, nobody, nobody could take that away from us, mm. or nobody can take that away from us. Our sound was our sound. Yeah. You will listen to stuff that came from the Night House Studio, and you will know that it was done. If you listen to Joe Spasm, yeah, you get. Look, those songs. Some of those songs were bits of the internet, yeah. You get, but sonically, it it was, it was us. Changed. You get, it's, it's, there's, there's a way, there's a feel. And there's that whole, like, just trying to push creative people from that 80% is good enough to that 100% is amazing. 110%.
0: Yeah. So. Whisked was, you know, as you mentioned on the Joe Spazzy mixtape, and I remember a story of, um, you know, Terry the Rapman recording the, out the mixtape in the studio, um, you know, Whiskey's in the corner. This is little known whiskey, you know, and and Terry looks at him and says, hey man, I want you to jump on the record yeah. and he's super excited, you yeah. know, and, you know, and, and from there, it just starts to grow, you know, he's mm-hmm. on MI's album as well. Yeah. You saw that growth from Whiskey being, you know, the studio guy mm-hmm. to being the superstar international superstar yeah. he is now. What was that, what's that journey like from you, from your perspective? Um,
1: Whiskid Whisked was pure talent. You get it wasn't, it wasn't. There was no direction. Whisked could have done anything. Mm-hmm. Like Whiskid could have been Nigeria's biggest reggae artist, mm-hmm. Nigeria's biggest rap artist. <laughs> Nigeria, I'm telling you, like he would rap just as well as any rapper you'd heard of. Hmm. He would sing. You you get, like, he was just raw, undiluted talent. He could apply himself in any way possible. Yeah. But, people didn't give him any kind of... the, the, the pe- People didn't really... He, he snuck up on people. Because a lot of people just looked at him and just looked at him like, he's oh, a child. You get. He's hmm. too young. He's still... You understand. But he had... Men, he, he had amazing talent. So, we skid would go to a studio and impress people there. Mm. The producer, the featured artist, everything. Producers would want him around because he would help develop hooks or whatever. And then he would go to this other studio. And then he would go to this other studio. You understand? So, at Night House, it was a case of everybody... That came to Night House at the time. Every C-list, B-list, A-list, whatever artist that came to Night House at the time experienced whiskey mm. because we would give him a chance to yeah. ex- to express himself. We yeah. have we have loads of songs of whiskey that would never come out that are just there off Osage, like you know, pushing just him. pushing him. Yo, go me. I want whiskey to work on these songs. I want whiskey to work on these. I have this beat I want this to do, and I want you to record him. Mm. Because other people are just going to sit down and just tell him to do whatever he wants to do. Mm. Not understanding that this is raw talent that you need to coax, like direction wise. Just show him that di- he will give kill the direction, but just, you know, you need somebody that is interested in how he delivers. Not just someone that is just going to record. So Osage was always like, work with Wiz, work with Wiz, you know. So, like, it, it was exciting because it was like watching watching one of the biggest Nigerian artists, arguably the biggest Nigerian artists, watching the birth. Mm. So from whiskey on that rap angle to the whiskey on the reggae tip to the whiskey on the street tip to the whisked, you know, trying to perfect his sound. I remember Giddy Giddy Girl, yeah, you know, and trying to get him to do a song because, you know, like, what producers are you working with? And it's a like, Sam Clef. There's a dad that, that, that. And we're like, man, this guy's going to, he's, he's going to make amazing music, but we as, as nice house, let's give him, let's give him our, our you know, our, our signature sound, our sound, you know, that's how we did Giddy Girl. Mm. You understand? And, you know, Clem killed the beats, you know, and when we were recording, we made sure that man, do it. You need to do it in in, in the way and we prayed that he made the he made the album. Cause man, yeah, like we didn't know because we were like, man, I don't think this is what these people are Looking thinking for. to push. Yeah. You get but we're we happy he made the cut. Like I was even more excited about Giddy Girl than Hall at your boy. Because Holla at your boy, see we finished recording it this this night. I sent the cuts like the following night to Osage. She called me the next morning that Banky loves it. Four five days later, I heard it on the road.
7: Hmm. So the, I knew that uh, it's this
1: one, this this, this hmm. is gone. This song is gone. Like every, streets, it entered the streets. You get, and in a million years we didn't think because we were thinking how about your boy. We we're thinking like it's we want that man, this guy sounds international. This guy can actually, you know, this guy can actually do a song with Young Money and you understand. And then it entered the streets. And I was like, I was confused. So, you know, the only thing I can say about Wiz is, Wiz has grace. Mm. Because coming up, it wasn't like there was something he did that other artists didn't try to do. Whiskey wasn't going around trying to lick us everywhere he went to. You get, I mean, he would network, but, you know, rolling with them one day, rolling with them, you get like, go with, to the, with them, Mohi's Mavens, go with this person, still sit down with Banky and create music and everything. And Banky was very instrumental. Like, I heard Banky mm. in that whiz, of that album. I heard Banky. Cause having working with um, having worked with Wiz for so long, I heard banky. When I heard the album full, I was like, okay. The Banky influence. Like, again. Yeah. This, this this was it.
0: Let's listen to Nothing Like Me, T Weasel, Whiskey, and Eva.
10: know me, but it cry when it dry. Talk about me to say the boy crazy. I ain't trying to confuse you, so I keep it easy. Yeah, I must heard a lot of dudes, too bad and ugly. They rap, they rap, but they ain't nothing like me. They ain't nothing like me. Yeah, I must heard a lot of dudes, too bad and ugly. They rap, they rap, but they ain't nothing like me.
0: Street my nigga. I fucking hate this remix. We're like trying to be straight. Then you know the painful thing: the original is not on
1: it, so it's so mm. fucking frustrating. Now let me let me exp- start looking me, for the original. Wait, the and, reason the reason why I, that remix I skip this shit, man. The reason why that remix worked, that, that remix went on that record was, um, Sauce wasn't always available.
7: Yeah.
1: So Sauce, America, UK, he's always on traveling. tour and always he belongs traveling. to another record label. Yeah. Tito was... Yeah. Tito was available. Like, Tito was in-house. Them Skookie were in-house.
0: Always available.
1: <clears throat> Always Tito in the studio.
0: Ready to we go. We were out.
1: working on their material yeah. then. So, when Mo has a performance, it was weird for her to go on stage and perform the chorus of the biggest Night house song. Hmm. Just the chorus. And come back and sit down. What's the point? So, the only way we could put the finest as part of her performance this thing was to do a yes. version that had people that we could say, yo, what's up? Mo has a performance this weekend. Do
0: you guys want to come through? <clears throat> mm. It's
1: Skooky. not like they're paying us the kind of money that you will be able to get a cut Skook- out of the But Skooky happy to come through anyways. Skooky happy to come through. And yeah. then they will have a performance and call and say, tell Mo to come through. Mm. You get. Because we're cool with their management and everything. We're yeah. You yeah. know, five and six. So it was it was easier that way. But the beats was just more or less like let's make it more club. Yeah. I mean it's streets, it's hip-hop, but yeah. we don't have a club song. You need to give it that tungba feel. Yeah. And that's why I even wrote Tingpa mix or something yeah. beside it. Yeah. So same same It's, team pa Remix. it's a, a lot of it, the scriptures was was something that I I feel nobody nobody. Could have done, and nobody will be able to replicate
0: I think the the, 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 the only body of work that can rival this body of work Jimmy Jatt. Jimmy Jads the definition yeah but Jimmy Dad, the
1: definition three years earlier was a hit list of the biggest artists yeah yes you get yes and then some people that were there were only maybe three
0: people at the time that didn't make it so freestyle didn't make it AQ didn't make it um maybe just one more person. Every other person was on that album,
1: big. Yeah, big. so you understand, like yeah. Jimmy Jad, Jimmy da, We we looked at the Jimmy that thing. We're like, okay, yeah, we can. But we 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 want a we want an album mm. of creatives. We want like you just come and say hi. Ah, oh, nice to meet you. You can rap. Okay, go and rap. If you impress me, you're on the scriptures. Mm. That's it. It, there's no you get it was um it's a it's a very fine blend of
0: you know um promising talent and yeah. you know and established established artists is
1: very 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 yeah but you know, if you look at it blend. and remember that period who was the A-list artist?
0: I mean these LD. guys that we're even talking about now were going on to be Yeah you know M I at the time, no you know, um Vector, no, no, you know, um um YQ no L D was know. the
1: biggest artist.
0: Whiskey no, da Green, no. They were all on the verge of, of becoming of
1: becoming. There so was no big artist. It was on. a it was a it was a good showcase. Yeah, of you know it was just showcasing, yeah. And even if you listen to the intro, yeah, where where big time was talking, yeah, that was it, like showcasing the finest, like the best artists of so I feel now. We've been talking about doing a volume 2 for a while. Mm. But... It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Because, first, um, artists don't need to come together. 25, 30 artists don't need to come together to work on an EP mm. for them to get their shit heard. Mm. So... It has to be mon- it has to be like we're 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 going to monetize this thing, we're gonna make it a big deal. They need they need to see why they need to why? Be on it, yeah. You know, then we would now another thing is there's no point in doing Three scriptures volume two and profound boy Joboy, and all the demonetists. Mm. I mean some of them can go, but we need to still do we need, need to did. predict. Yeah. We need to octopus that thing and yeah. put people that we're looking at are going to be the next just like artists. Just like we yeah. did for volume one. Now are we are we still? That I mean, I personally, I'm still connected. You get, but Rokba looks at money different now. Mm. You get. We, in fact, we all look at money He's different. Shooting
0: right now. movies now.
1: Yeah, Rokba is shooting. Rokba, will, Rogba will and can do anything he wants to do. Rokba shot his first movie on his phone. Mm. Of, I feel like shooting a movie and he shots it, mm. and it it's a short film of. 10, 18 minutes that got on cinemas. Hmm. Like it was shown on cinemas, his very first movie. So right now, man, that dude is doing content. We're all doing content. We're doing content for TV. We're doing content. We're just not putting night house all over. I'm not doing night house, night house all over somebody else's work. So we're doing stuff. We've gone back to our corporate, corporate angle we're doing stuff with with you know corporates and agencies and the rest of them. We are an agency now. Yeah. Where we're handling accounts of brands and stuff now. Yes. You get? Yeah. Because right now we can't I can't sleep in the voice booth. No, no more. I can't. And Larry is married with a kid. Yeah. Rogba has two kids. Yeah. I am married. Yeah. And I am married to somebody that I can't exactly be lazy around because she's yeah. not lazy. Very hard. You understand? So she's not going to she's not going to come home with a million and say yo I I did for the three movies I did or for the two movies I did this is a million you understand and I'll sit down and say yes I made a million but I used 800k to do street promo for me. I oh, can't man. do that there's no long term plan there's no 10 15 year plan mm. right now we're making plans for the next 6 months how do we how do we make 15 million by december yeah. how do we you understand yeah. so now how can we do that and still be able to do this? That's the exam that we're on now. We're actively talking about it, like maybe we'll collaborate with people mm. or maybe we'll we, you understand and then the industry is not it's not more open it's not mm. it's still as polarized it's still as political it's still as you know as it ever was. It's just now social media is making every- giving everybody the chance to to show who they want you all to think they are. Mm. You
0: get. Virtual versions of themselves. Of
1: themselves. So everybody thinks it's all love. It's, it's not. Off social media some of these guys are the most horrible, selfish, greedy people that you would ever meet.
0: Oh, you just describe who artists
1: are. <laughs> artists, artists, artists are selfish. Yeah. But I would stand and say with a few exceptions of people, greedy People that became artists. Artists are not greedy. Artists want to create. I mean, artists, not, not me getting fired at FCMB mm. and my guy owns a studio and I go to that studio and I'm seeing that, ah, Omar, these people, these people are making money and now auto tuning myself into an, into, into a career. Mm. That's not an artist. I mean, mm. an artist, a creative person. You pick a creative person, and you know that. Okay, when I was twelve, I was writing poems. So when from poems, I did this, and then from you understand, Andy, it's not a hustle. Yeah, yeah, and the, you, the utopia is a Nigerian music industry that is run by people that have lived that life, that are creatives, that are creating ads. I mean, I I work with people in ad agencies. Look at Chuka. Mm. Chuka. The reason why Chuka can sit down and make ads and create all these things is because Chuka is an MC. Mm. Chuka is a creative.
0: Do you understand? You know, one of my OGs, right, has a theory that the best copywriters have to be hip-hop artists. Yeah. Because if you could string those words together... And paint pictures. Yeah. You could write in best, In write 16 bars. Artist.
1: Yeah. If, if you can say, in this short one minute, I want to tell the story of... I want to i want to pass across this emotion or this feeling fam how won't you how won't you kill it mm. but you cannot put chuka and now put somebody that studied something and whose idea of music is whatever is playing on radio at the time and does not watch gairishi movies mm. and does not understand anything to come and create to create a copy that will be better than dasuki mm. It's not possible so That's the thing. Imagine a, an industry that is run by creatives for creatives. You get that's why you know this independent route that most of these guys are, are going through. Yeah, I'm happy, but I'm still a bit you know worried because creatives need structure, and that is where we all feel. Mm. Nighthouse, as a record label, hits their Achilles heel when. We could not treat everything with a structure and like a business business. Mm. We were creatives. We didn't care. Like, if, if I worked on a song and I see it on TV and my name is not on it, I don't care. Mm. Because once that thing his TV, I'm like, finally... That's it for me, like yeah. you, you get. But the moment when it just starts going like I'm like, oh man, I don't know. So a lot of artists, a lot of young artists suffer in my hands nowadays because I don't suffer fools. Mm. I'm like, you don't have what to wear, suffer so your parents. Mm. Do you understand? Like, why would you want a label to give you give you money to buy clothes for real? I don't understand it. Do you get? I like, I don't get it well, you can't sleep in the studio. You go to a studio and work with a producer and you don't have the producer's number when you leave the session. Mm. You don't even go there behind our backs just to vibe with him. You don't ask him that, "Ah, when is is techno? When is your session with techno? I just want to come vibe. Mm. You don't do that. You go and sit down and wait for me to pay another 250 grand for said producer so that you can go there like a boss And record, and you guys record two songs, and you tell me to promote one. Mm. That's not gonna happen. That's not how it works. You get, you need to be a creative. You understand? So, a lot of those things, like, so that's why, off that run Mm. that we had, off the record label run, because every other thing still works. If you go to Night House today, there's still 10, 15 creatives that are working, new generation of people. Mm. Echo the Guru, you know, a lot of all these young cats still working and diverse, all these guys still working on music, blood the lines of producer and artist and everything. I I mean, I I had to stop over at the studio today because one of my producers, um, Kent, is working with a girl that is a video vixen, but nobody's going to take serious as an artist, but she's an amazing artist. Mm. So he's like, yo, yo, man, I'm like, I've infected you people. Look for a rich boy. Look <laughs> for a G boy to do song with, so yeah. that the guy we shoot video, your name will blow. You understand? But you guys are still running this thing like how we were running it. Yeah. Well,
7: yeah.
1: All the best for you. When I want to come and record Jingu, <laughs> you see me here. Yeah, you get so it's we are still doing that. Mm. You know, with a new generation of artists, it's just that we we are not sacrificing ourselves at the altar of the Nigerian music industry yeah. just you know to compete with this person or that person yeah. and at the end of the day one day somebody will fight with somebody you will now be hearing the truth that oh the money came from this or, or that yeah or that you get so
0: It's good man we've done we've done cool 3 hours man yo <laughs> yeah we have, we have. i'm going to leave i'm going to leave you know we I, I I want us to leave with one song which yeah. kind of personifies you know how I Can Characterize Night House Number yeah. One Number One Featuring Rooftop MCs Sabre and Luz Keno what? That's what happens when you're number one I ain't talking to fake
4: radios The beat flows regardless, so I jump off from the track with the greatness. But as I roll on, I'll be sure this track is easier harder than the ones before. I'm the S, the O, the U, the L, and i like do it so well, I'ma spell the rest later. I got angle and I got aim, and the whole world is saying that this kid got game. I'm the S, the N, the A, the T, the C, the H, A, students of the great teacher. Forget what they say, you listen to my sensei. No matter what, I wanna stay where he stay. Game recognized, game is what i'm telling ya roofs up a lighthouse house, with malaria cuz that your whole we taking over your crew your planet and yeah hey, are yeah. this game for tonight?
6: What you call the paradigm speak up my mind i'm never sublime. So Rooftop moved up MCs to the top we climb 10 years from now we're still number one the flow never stops better call a plumber son so hot girls come to me for summer sun but no way take your bells always number one White one, the unity died one, up in Night House, my father tries son. wanna walk in my shoes all day to try it on, those 9-11 comments we don't reply son, straight out of Zion, walk with the lion, Tyson, but might like, like I'm iron, and there's no
4: use denying, we number one without trying, then in this game for long.
0: there you have it guys hope you enjoyed it don't forget to subscribe to a music in time podcast on apple Podcasts, google podcast spotify or wherever you get your podcast rate and review it as well don't forget to share with friends and subscribe to our newsletter you could find all the good links in the description below and of course follow us on all social media platforms thank you and catch you guys on the next episode